This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric recline. Keep the hands on the burner. Because niggas know that it's money on our mind. Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tim Foyle Hat Titan. A.K.A. the Conspiracy Realist. A.K.A. the Technology Snob. Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles. A.K.A. I only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man Dame going wild, the West Side landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffner, the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk podcast episode 254. Um, you know, when I be doing this West Side T'Challa, like depending on. What's that? Uh, some, some, somebody sent me on social media. My uh, depending on, um, when they start listening, they were like, yo, that's not like a shot at like Chad. Like that's not, what I, <laughs> I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even thinking that when I say I'm the new leader of Wakanda, like, cause he, Ooh, you know what I'm saying? You might so have to change it up. That's why I've been using the, uh, the Simba, you know, like you see me in the rooms lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause like, yo, I'm like, that's not why. Like, I've been saying this shit for three years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, I mean, but our listeners come in, come in ways. It could be somebody yeah. brand new to the brand new to the shop. And if you're a new listener, fuck with us. Yeah, talk to us. We talk back. I am still we're, the West Side to Child. <laughs> we're very active on on the socials. Yeah, you like to start shit on. You like to make niggas mad on Twitter. I mean, you know. If I can't get a reaction out of you, I ain't do my job. That's a good batter, you know. I saw you posted them fake buffs. Yo, uh, <laughs> I remember a couple months ago we was talking on, on on this week in culture. We were we were referred to this article when a gentleman explained like how many pair of white buffs there was. It's very limited amount at the time, like in the country. Like this is the Cartier nigga, right? <clears throat> A Cartier representative. I, I've seen that video. I've seen the video that you're talking about. So I put a, uh, I put the tweeted article and shit on the line. You know, a bunch of niggas that retweeted that shit. Uh, and that nigga like, man, he fucking hater, man. I hate, I hate when niggas say shit like that. You can buy these and this. I'm like, all right, fine. I'm the fucking hater. Young ass niggas don't know what the fuck they be talking about. But I'm the fucking hater. So you know, on the on the on this week in culture, we got this rating system where we rate. Uh, a program depend so Puerto Romano's is a one is a one. Um wires is a two, uh the uh the woods is a three, the buffs is a four, and the white sticks is a five. Like that's our our, our rating system. I'm, I'm familiar, I listen to this. Super, you know, for for those ones. So we was explaining that shit in the in the thread on a in a in a group on Facebook. I'm like, let me go find a picture 
for all of these joints so I can like it it look sweet. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? And while I'm looking for the 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 the, the pictures for the bus, I see what well, I just you I just put in there. I click on images, but like you can still see the link. So I'm like Amazon. I click on that motherfucker. It's eighty five dollars. I'm like nah from some white horn sunglasses. And then no them the them the, these are regular, but then the white buffs fully flooded was one hundred and twenty five dollars. I'm like oh you niggas is stunting. What what if some of these jewelers are getting over like they buying them off of Amazon and because y'all niggas really don't know the difference in quality of diamonds. Like, I'll buy them bitches on Amazon for eighty five and then sell them on Facebook Marketplace for three hundred. Man. <laughs> I, that's still a come no, up. No, you, no, no, and you're not doing nothing wrong. Even if you were selling them, even if the nigga who buying them for 300 know they fake, you nigga, you didn't know I paid $85 for them, though. <laughs> like, Maybe we shouldn't we shouldn't get niggas the game. We shouldn't bless them with the game because that I could mean, be good. So, so some of y'all out there getting your, getting your shit snatched, getting your mouth rocked in. Getting killed. For $85 sunglasses. Yeah, man, that shit is, that shit is wild. Boy. But it's a culture thing over here. It it is, but <laughs> see some shit that irritated me, dog. Now, one thing I do gotta say, like Detroit, we be wilding sometimes. You know, if a nigga anywhere in the world where anything with Cartier, like man, get that shit down, nigga. That's Detroit. It is what they're, it is. They're still allowed to wear it. They, yeah. They're still. <laughs> but I seen this article, and uh, somebody retweeted, it, and it was like, um, they was say it was like everybody likes the big C glasses from Detroit to New York. No, the big C glasses with the Hennessy lenses from New York to Detroit. Everybody likes to pop smoke glasses. Like, no, 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 no. we're not going to do that. (laughs) Like, we're not going to do that. Like, we're not. God bless. Right. We're not going to do that. That's not, that's not what we do with this shit. The pop smoke. No, no, we're not going to do that. (laughs) 20 years old. Okay. My nigga. Uh, (laughs) I know niggas uh, that wore woods to prom. I mean, like, we're not going to do that. Like, and then he was like the big, I'm like, what the fuck is the big, are y'all calling the A's? Cause that's what they are. If they're not buffs, they just yes. Yes. Um, Y'all call it the big C glass? No, nigga, that's not how it works. We're not doing this, and we're not, and we're not associating that shit with pop smoke. Yeah. I'm, I'm not comfortable with with that. With that being the move, nigga said from Detroit to New York. No, nigga, no, no, from from Detroit. <laughs> from Detroit is correct. That shit, wow. Anyway, though, how was your week, my brother? <laughs> week was cool, man. Your I, week was not cool, nigga. No, it wasn't. Cool. No, it wasn't. I had, I had a bunch of nigga shit happen to me, like, in the last, really, 48 hours. Today was such I a fucking I screenshotted some day. shit I wanted to ask you. I was going to text, and I'm like, nope, I'm wait to the pod. Are we talking about my mirror? Well, let's talk about that, yeah. Okay, so, you know, and it's just plain karma. I was going to dialysis one morning, driving up Finkel, and this nigga flew past me on Finkel. (laughs) All I heard was an explosion. I thought for sure this nigga hit me head on. For sure he hit me head on. But like my car didn't spin or nothing like that, and he kept pushing. Man, I look look at my mirror. Nigga blew my fucking mirror off. (laughs) It's like, fuck, 250 right down the drain. Uh... (laughs) And then I fucked around and gave the nigga that was fixing it. I gave him the wrong, like, description of the mayor. So he ordered the mayor that I described to him. When I pull, like, I pull up, it's like, duh, this ain't the same mayor. Why you got to describe it to him? Just tell him what the make and model of the vehicle is. Because the truck that I had, I mean, you had a Silverado before, but the truck that I had, like, it's a couple different, even, like, mine is like a base model, but it's a few different mirror options. And I gave him the wrong one. So... 
I get it fixed tomorrow. Shout out to my homegirl Tiff, because like she seen my dilemma and she cash up a nigga some cash. And I and I appreciate I appreciate her for looking out. Uh just to get my mare fixed. But uh so yeah, I dealt with that bullshit. You know, I got a I got an ongoing kerfuffle with my neighbor. Uh, this is this is this, look that, that's that's the next thing. <laughs> so I'm, I gotta, just, I'm just scrolling on the internets, right? <laughs> and I see they say they didn't take my trash because my neighbor's car was too close to my can. Dot dot dot. And there's a picture of it. Now I know how fucking frustrating this may be because when I moved over to this in my new spot. They didn't take my trash because my trash can was too close to the mailbox. To the mailbox. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't, one, I didn't know that was a thing. Number two. This is the first time you had a crib with a mailbox stuff like that. That's out. Yeah. That's not yeah, attached your, to the Your fucking, mailbox is out, out on the street. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't know that was a thing. Um, And two, like, why'd you just move that shit? I mean, they, the, the trash man's not going to move it. I also uh, they they fuck with your mail like that. I also, uh, the mail person was like, "We not we didn't deliver mail because your trash because like she not, she's not getting out the car, she, not that little that little she used a little hoe ass door and yeah." So she didn't deliver mail one time. I had a note because the, tra- the the tra- trash can was too close, so it would have been too much for her to take a step and a half. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is like the the same effort it took for her to leave the note. You could have just left the fucking mail in like the mailbox. You mail stuck box. your fucking arm out over here. Like, how, how did this happen? Explain to me that. God damn it. I wish the camera would have picked that shit up. <laughs> so they didn't get they didn't get my trash this morning. Now, this this now your, your lid is open. This is a lot of trash. in it. This week, number two, because last week it was mm. my fault. Like, I usually pull the trash out the night before, but I'm being a nigga. I came in late, and I'm like, eh, I'll pull the trash out in the morning. Usually, I take the dog out about 5, 5.30, so, I'm, you know, I figure I got it. I don't know why I slept in that Saturdays. I mean, that Friday. And that's always, like, the downfall of, like, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Fact. That's that's always your downfall. I didn't take my trash out. My, my, my trash on Fridays, too, but... It, it, it won't, it's like one bag in there and shit. So, like, it'd be straight. Yeah, but, but like, anytime you say, I'm going to do some shit tomorrow or I'm going to get gas in the morning, like, that's always your downfall as an adult. And that was my downfall. I was like, I'll put a can down in the morning. Yeah. But nah, for some reason, me and the dog slept in. So, we out seven o'clock. And what do I hear? They already, they all, by the time I hear them, they already on the block. It's too late. Yeah. So, I mean, I missed trash day last week. So now my trash can, if you go to my Twitter, at Dame Gone Wild, Your drop the eye. over. <laughs> my trash is, my trash is bubbling. And I want to add another caveat that I didn't put on, that I didn't put on Twitter. So like me and my neighbor, we on, you know, we ain't neighbor. It's the same neighbor? No, no, this ain't the one that I had beef with up the block. This is somebody, this is my neighbor directly across the street from my house. So me and my neighbor, we not necessarily friendly, but, you know, it'd be a little tension. But, I mean, you know, he do his thing, I do my thing, and we we just keep it going. So my dog killed his cat. Oh, shit. And his cat is in my trash. <laughs> oh, I, shit. I didn't know what else to, I, I didn't know what else to do with it. So, I mean, I, I put him in a, a plastic bag and put him in the trash. So... So his kids been like outside, like calling the cat's name for like the past for like the past couple of days, <laughs> looking for him. The cat about to start stinking. The cat smells like fifty assholes right now. He knows the the cat's in there though. No, he. I don't think he knows. 
I don't think he knows. But the kids have been looking for the cat like every day. They've been outside. You know, you can hear him like, because he, he the type of nigga that let, like I see him let the cat. That cat doesn't smell good. No, it, it, it stinks. And I can see him letting like the kid, letting the cats in and out in the morning. But like one day, like the cat was in my backyard. My dog was. I put that dog down. I'm, I'm not putting my dog down. <laughs> they killed the animal. Nah, you got to go. <laughs> I'm not putting my dog gotta down. You got to go, man. So my dog got a hold of him. He a pit bull. He locked on, you know, suck him real hard for, you know, 10 minutes or so. And it was a done deal. No, nah, man. Ban on pit bulls. No, nah, man. Pit bulls are, are gentle animals. They're you just gentle. killed a cat for no reason. The cat was in our backyard. You must protect his house. Kill the cat for no reason, though. I mean, the cat shouldn't have been in my backyard. So, I mean, I feel like it's even. But I need that trash to go out because on top of it overflowing, it stinks like shit. The cat been in the trash for four days. So, I mean, the trash stinks like shit. It's overflowing. And his car, he got like four cars. So, like, his car was parked in front of my house. So, they did not get the trash. Thankfully, I was able to chase down the trash nigga. Mm. At the end of the block, and he came around and did me a solid. Oh, that's what's and got the trash. I mean, it took him about an hour, but I mean, whatever. He came back and got the shit. So all is all is well. The beef is done. You know, why, you why, why, the cat's not coming back though. Why that nigga don't respect your driveway though, or respect the front of your house? I don't know. Like it's him. His is his mom there. Like they got a bunch of kids. Like it's a bunch of motherfuckers in the house. So they always moving and rotating cars. But like, nigga, you know it's trash day. You know it's fucking trash day. Don't park in front of my house. Yeah, that's disrespectful. Don't park in front of my house, dog. I have to leave a note. We gonna talk in about cat it. blood. <laughs> <laughs> dog, I felt so bad when I heard them kids. It's like Rollo, Rollo, fucking cat day, Rollo. Listen, dead cat. They've been looking for Rollo for four days. A dead cat do not smell good, and it gets worse and worse every single day. And you know what, dead cat brings on brings on different animals that I didn't know were carnivorous. I'm fairly sure I talked about this maybe like season first couple episodes of the pod, but I smelled a dead cat. I I inhaled a dead cat for about a week. That motherfucker stank by mistake. Like I did, like something was stinking in my car. This was the '94 Grand Marquis. The cat was dead in the car. Listen, something was stinking in my car, and I'm like, "What does that smell?" And I'm like, "Probably up under." He got up under the hood. I'm looking through my car, like I'm like, maybe I had like a fucking McDonald's bag or some food or some shit. I couldn't, I can't, I can't, I can't find. It. I couldn't get it. You know, what I'm saying, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So like after a while. Like I, I call my, I tell, I ask my dad, like, dog, could you, like, something's, good. can you help me? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, please, please. Like, so we up there and we, he popped the trunk. He, we look at his shit, and apparently it's a motherfucking a dead cat in between like the radiator and shit. So apparently, like in the wintertime, cats would go underneath the car to get warm. Yeah. Um, they'll jump up in there, and then you turn the car on, and that motherfucking blade. Will, Pop them niggas on the head and they be gone. So once they was in the car, like I was smell, I, I was inhaling fumes of a dead cat for like four days, and every day got progressively worse to the point I'm like, hey, Dad, help! <laughs> it's, it's, it's something else, yeah. yeah. And like it's 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 cold, so I'm like I'm literally with the heat on, all the heat that's coming through, like Just dead cat ass, got the soul of a cat, <laughs> <laughs> dead cat ass. So then I'm like, well, we couldn't get him out. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, how the fuck we gonna get him out? Caught a humane society. It was like. Yo, if he was alive, we'll help you. But he dead, yeah. so that's on your own. 
caught everywhere. Uh, only thing I, I, so nobody could help. No one would, no one would do it. So down the street was a mechanic shop. We paid a um, uh, Arab mechanic, young kid, twenty something like that. Paid him like fifty bucks to get him out of there. But uh, yeah, that shit was wild. So look, year and a half, two years later and shit. Uh, me and my brother had a crib over at on Linwood and shit. I'm bagging out the driveway one day and my car kind of like sputtering. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I'm, I'm about to go to work. I'm like, no, I don't need this shit. So I put that bitch in park and um, I end up looking up in the uh, in the rearview mirror. And I just see a little fucking cat hopping up and like this shit. Like, like, why the fuck do niggas keep coming up under my car? But he. He got away. I mean, not unscathed. Yeah, as soon as I, as soon as he like kept hopping out the fucking driveway, I just left, went to work. And I ain't see no dead cat out there when I came back, so maybe he, you know, he all right, but or he just died somewhere else. Yeah, for sure. But dead cat does not smell good. No, it does. Like not at all. You know, you know what eats dead cats? Raccoons or pit bulls, nigga. Have and them po- finished the job. And possums. Nah, that's that's my dog is a thoroughbred, nigga. Let's wipe your face off and go back in the house. No oh, man, <laughs> he, he up to date on his shots. So I ain't get no fuck. I make sure my pistol is always locked and loaded for for a cat, nigga. I Jay always make sure my pistol is locked and loaded when I come outside. My neighbor got a pit bull. He's a beautiful pit too. Uh, he don't like. He don't do nothing wild. Like he know me now. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like when my the garage door open, he'll make some noise and shit. But like he'll just sit there and watch. He be so curious. He be looking like. And he going over. To, he be looking like, oh, this nigga going to the mailbox, huh? <laughs> now, just, my my, do, my dog a menace. Like we, that's he a not menace. cute. Well, that's why that's I keep, a poor trainer. That's why I keep him on a leash, and in and in my backyard, he can be whatever the fuck he want to be. No, you but so you gotta be. The, so listen, I'm, I'm about to talk to you like I'm an expert because I watched like six episodes of the show on Netflix about training dogs. So not like I'm an expert and shit. Uh, but like the dog. Then, because they in like a pack mentality, and if you don't exert dominance, like he the leader. No, I'm the I'm the leader of the pack. But like when you walk your dog, where he walk? He walk on my right side. He walk right in tow with me. He don't he don't pull me. He walk in tow with me. Yeah, he gotta be on the left side. <laughs> you yeah. just looking for shit. No, <laughs> you just looking for shit. Uh, I'm, listen, right, I'm right handed. Yeah. I hold him with my right it, hand. It just, it just how it is. Oh, uh, whatever. But no, I was so fat. I was so fucking fascinated by this show. It was called like uh, I think it was called K Nine or some shit like that. Dude from out in um Oakland. Uh, it's like six episodes. They like thirty minutes a piece. Man, it was really dope. And uh, he helped a whole bunch of pit bulls. And one pit bull was about to get pulled down because he bit a couple people, killed another dog. Man, it'd be so wild that like within a matter of a week or two. Yeah, my my dog, he he's trained, but I mean like he I got him for protection. Like somebody was breaking in, breaking in a car in my backyard. I let that nigga go first, and then I'm coming right behind him. Like he he does what he's supposed to do. Yeah. I'm so stay the fuck away from my house and my kids and you'll be cool. I need that dog professionally trained. Cause he attacked, but then when it's time to stop. You give him the signal and he will stop. So or I, you'll say like, you like don't move. You do you give him the command and the no and like no matter who comes around, they won't move. Like I'm like shit. I didn't know that like every dog could do this shit. <laughs> so my partner he has uh, Rottweilers and when he buys them, like they come already trained. They're like six months old. They train in English and in German and like 
You know, now you got a fucking dog and they, they don't bark. So he used to live off an alley. And I remember like he had like a, a Hellcat at one point. They had stole it like twice. Then he got the dogs. They don't bark in no shit. The niggas was jumping the alley, breaking in the car, you know, bringing it out the driveway. He was like one night, some niggas jumped the alley like they normally do. And he heard niggas screaming. Now he figured like the motherfuckers probably killed his dog, you know, because... You know, he didn't want to go. He wasn't going to go outside and deal with it. He was yeah. like, fuck it, I deal with it in the morning. He came outside the next day. The dogs had blood on them, but his car was still there. And it was no niggas to be found. So. I thought you were about to say it was the, the <laughs> niggas was in the backyard. No, nah, no. Nah, whatever the dogs did, they fucked him up. But, like, his dogs do not bark. I don't, like, you can throw rocks at them. Like, they're not going to bark yeah. at all. So, I mean, niggas don't know was niggas don't know what's back there. It was dope. This little, the thing was dope because, um. It was like rocks and German Shepherds. It was all type of dogs, but then it went to got one of these little lap dogs, and um, that somebody was using for emotional support dog. But a dog was doing whatever the fuck he wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? And wouldn't go outside without like clothes on. The dog wouldn't <laughs> touch the grass without booties on and shit. Had to break all that shit. And even the little tiny ass little mood, like all that shit. I'm like, yo, that made because you know I've been wanting. I want a dog. Yeah. You got a house. You should have um, a dog. Yeah, but so then it kind of then they go through the training where like now we need to get we need to make sure that yo it's a training they do like can your dog see other dogs and not immediately go in attack mode? Can your dog be around children different ages? Can your dog be around other dogs? And it's a whole bunch of shit. I'm like, so see a bicycle riding down the street? Will your dog look at that and go attack? You know what right. I'm saying? Or go see. Um, then he was kind of explaining like why dogs attack. Some talk, dogs attack because they scared. You know what I'm saying? You think that they they, they ultra aggressive, but they really scared. And he went through this. I'm like, yo, this shit is like, he liked the hood uh, dog get, whisperer. Go ahead and get your dog. What you waiting on? A wife? I'm waiting for the summertime. Motherfucker. I'm not about to get no brand new dog in the wintertime. What, what, what make the difference, niggas? Because I mean, I'm not about to get the fuck up in the wintertime at 5.30 in the fucking morning and take no dog out. I mean, that's that's just our thing. That's just our thing. Yeah, I mean, no, just because fuck. of my schedule. like, And I like it. Like, ain't nobody outside to fuck with us. I walk them without no leash. And it's, it's, it's Plus, low I gotta, I gotta get this, uh, my back fence uh, uh, redone. But I'd rather get the dog a puppy during the springtime and have a, a time to train. So when it's wintertime, we got our own routine. You know what I'm saying? You just open up the door, let him do his thing, and he come back in. Yeah, my um, my cousin used to have a, a little black lab, and he trained this dog. Like, every time it was time to eat, there would be um alarm clock that go off. So, like, when that joint went off, when it, like, I guess, like, 7 o'clock and it ran off, when it, an alarm would go, the dog will run and eat. When the alarm will go again, he'll run outside. When the alarm will go again, he'll come back in. So, when you do that shit, like, every day, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, some, it's just repetition with dogs. Yeah, that's some clockwork shit. Yeah. I work from home. I got shit to do. Turn that. Hey, hey, Siri. <laughs> you know, you, you can't you can't program the dog with Siri. I you mean, you probably can. can. <laughs> you probably can. I'll take that back. I love my pit. I'm never. That's the only. Meanwhile, Siri's in the fucking other room talking to me. Right. <laughs> if I don't if I don't have a pit, the only other thing I get is like a cane Corso. I got a friend of mine. She got one. And I love it. But I'm just not with paying like four thousand dollars for a dog. I still want a damn um, I still want a damn uh, a Boston Terrier. I really want a French uh, French Bulldog, but them bitches is way too expensive. Yeah, but you got um, it. You ain't got no kids. What the fuck does that mean? You got the money. I got businesses. I got shit. I got I got expensive fucking hobbies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
this shit is not cheap. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so look, man, last week uh, we was on the pod. We was talking about, you know, we wanted to get in touch with Kwame because we really want to. Um, um, we put it out there. We put it out there. And we dropped that shit and like, yo, tag this page and like from Dame page, from my page, from the shop, shop talk page. page, man, that shit got around. And there was like a lot of tags in there. So first, shout out to y'all. I appreciate y'all because I don't, I'm mean, I don't really ask nobody to do nothing. No, nah, but but that's an interview I think people want to see. Yeah, I got good feedback, um, uh, via text, via Twitter, a lot of different stuff, and a lot of tags, and that that shit got around to like a lot of people. Um, so I appreciate that. Um, I I got I talked to like three people associated. It, yeah, with it, the, it made it to his circle. So, I mean, we one step closer. Uh, I did find out that that is not Kwame's page. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kwame is not on Instagram at all. Okay. Um, but the, and I, the, those pictures that's on that Kwame page that look like, yo, how would you get this? You know, I got the, the nigga who took those pictures. <laughs> uh, that's how you got them. Yeah. Uh, so I did. I talked to a couple people uh, the other night. And, um, yo, man, we... So the, the message I got back was like, yo, that's the one besides, other than that's not being Kwame Page. Right. Is that uh he don't have Instagram. He not, you know, out and about doing nothing yet. But, you know, in the relative future, near future, uh, he's going to reach out to everybody. He's in really good spirits. And um, the people will definitely know the next steps. Okay. Um, so. Hey, man, we just getting closer. That's all. Yeah. That's all. A couple people reached out and was like, yo, you fuck with like a lot of people reached out and I ain't know because I don't really be like responding to strangers DMs and shit. But like, right. I'm like, what up? And like, so you fucking with Kwame, huh? I'm like, yup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, I'm like, so, hey, man, that's, that's so good vibes. You know what I'm saying? All good vibes. We're going to get the interview. We're going to get the interview. It's only a matter of time. Yeah, I just it's only a matter a, of time. We get the discussion, you know, because that's. I don't want to. Yeah, it's not even an interview. It's just we just want to sit down and talk and kick it with them. Yeah. Just give just give us a half hour, half hour to an hour of your time is all we looking for. Yeah, man, I think that'd be pretty dope. We was just talking. We was talking offline uh, about like if they ever did a Kwame movie. I said, me personally, I want Ryan Coogler to do it. I think he would. Uh, he handles everything with care. He does, um, and he does. He just. Does I wonder what Ryan right. Coogler would have did with coming to America because they say he presented a script and they didn't. They didn't go with it. Uh, I enjoyed coming to America. I know for whatever reason everybody didn't. Um, I just but, didn't think it was. I, I was just all right. It was just. It was just mid to me. Did you watch it with your children? I did. I mean, I. I. I, I was. I'm grateful to that it was a movie that I could watch with them. You know what I'm saying? Like it had a good PG-13. Yeah, it wasn't filthy or no shit like that. I felt like some parts were like, you know, too intentionally funny, or like I didn't like like some of the musical numbers. I felt like that shit reminded me of Shrek. Like when all the characters come out and shit. I didn't. It's for I, the kids though. I didn't care. For How did that. the kids like it? It was like, yeah. you know, like they wouldn't like. They they was just kind of indifferent. I mean, but shit, I got two hours with them, so I mean, I'll take it. But I mean, I I would love. I think Ryan Coogler is a, is an incredible director. I know he would put, you know, I wouldn't with Ryan Coogler when this particular one only specifically, and not saying that he wouldn't did it because he probably would have killed it, right? Right. But coming back after thirty years, and Ryan Coogler, you've never done a comedy, and I know this movie is gonna be 
scrutinized to to no end, I probably wouldn't put put one. I wouldn't want to put that pressure on him. Just do it. Just and, do it how they did, and it's yeah. you know no no harm no foul. But I love Ryan Coogler. I I think he would, and I want the Kwame movie to have a huge budget. I need it to be on Netflix, HBO Max. Fucking Showtime, like I needed to have the budget that that it deserves and some really good acting. We were trying to figure out who would play Kwame. You said Paperboy. Well, the, I initially asked, actor. like, would could Daniel Kaluuya play Kwame? Because he's like one of the best young, young actors, actors right yeah. now. Um, who stills in this? Who's still in the age range? He's what twenty nine. Yeah. Um. So he's in the age range. You know what I'm saying? Of, of a young Kwame. I just don't feel like he has that 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 look necessary. To play Kwame, but, I mean, he's a little darker than Kwame. Yeah, but shit, the same size he was. And um, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. That's about a Kwame. He not as tall, yeah. but that's a Kwame build. Yeah, and um, he's just a really good actor. Incredible young actor. And I know he 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 he'll, he'll probably get the accent down and. Yeah, I, I like can see it, but I thought you you did come up with another good pick, Paperboy. Yeah, Paperboy could Paperboy. He's a little darker still. Yeah. But like he's a really good actor. Yeah. I don't Classically necess- trained actor. I don't necessarily need all the characters to look exactly like everybody. I know that's like a thing that everybody gets caught up on. Yeah. But like why? And I think it's probably only more sentimental to us because we was in Detroit. Like Kwame is a revered figure around here. I think if you put the the story out on a bigger page, people just want to see a, a thing- cohesive story. I would agree. I would hope so. But that's the same thing with all the biopics. Oh, nigga, that don't look like the the manager from 1952. Like, I, nigga, I think, what? I think some of the biopics, it depends on the biopic. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we talk about, like, the Tupac and the Biggie movie, like, like that's part of the allure. We want the nigga to look like Tupac. We want him to look like Biggie. Everybody critique Anthony Mackie for being, like, Pac in the, in, in the Biggie movie because, like, he doesn't look shit – he doesn't look Pac-esque. Yeah, but what? But I get that 100%, right? I'm never going to enjoy a Tupac movie because it's not Pac, right? But, like, I don't think I've ever looked at a movie and thought, like, I watched that Stephen Hawkins movie on HBO. That's really good. I never said, yo, this don't look like his wife. Because I don't fucking know what she looked like, and I don't care. Right. You know what I'm saying? The movie was just that fucking good. I just think for certain figures, like like the way Denzel did Malcolm X, like Denzel looked a lot. Denzel was not uh, yellow. He wasn't light skinned with he, red hair. No, but I mean, just and he wasn't. No, let Malcolm me take X that. Is six foot four. Yeah, let me take this back. Did he look like him? No, but I think he embodied Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I would like Fact. to see the actor do: just embody who they are playing. You know, that's a, a good example of that. Is Jason Mitchell with Easy E? He don't look like Easy E, but he embodied midway through that fucking movie. That's Easy E. Yeah, he yeah. just started looking like him because he embodied that shit so yeah. so good. So I think we get tied up on how do they look and not how do they act. Yeah, because if you went for the best actor who quote unquote looks similar, we'll fuck around and get a better movie. Because we, but biopics about people who was around in our lifetime, I don't think that shit ever works. Okay, that's fair. Cause like you say, if your, one of your kids watch the Tupac movie, they probably be like, "Man, this shit's straight," because they don't got the same affection for Tupac. They they, they didn't live it, you yeah. know. The, the affinity and the mannerisms and, and the relation to it is just is just different. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't they don't give a fuck about that. Cause 
we the shit that we live to is just near and dear to us. That was that was the music of my youth. These are the figures of my youth. I wanted to be near and dear to me. But like, I'm sure if I talk to somebody that grew up like when Malcolm was like, you know, alive and heavy out in these streets, they might have that same critique at some point for Denzel. So I mean, you, you just gotta you just gotta body the fucking character. That's that's it. Yeah, I enjoy acting on a different level though, man. Like uh plays and like I, I i enjoy acting i like good acting i like good yeah. acting uh there was a um a question somebody said who's a better actor jamie fox or will smith i don't know that's a good one i probably i don't know man because jamie fox has played like a, a lot of take out the comedy and shit like jamie fox has played a lot of different really good characters with a lot of depth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Jamie Foxx is an incredible actor. I would pick Jamie. I, yeah, I would now that I think about it, like so I think like I'm thinking of like Jamie Foxx in any given Sunday, Ray, uh Miami Vice, even though the movie wasn't like that great, he's a good fucking actor. What, what's the shit with the uh did he shit he did with Gerald Butler? Oh, and I he was the prison nigga. That was a yeah. That one was that was a, a good movie. Yeah, it was. But that was a good ass. That he did a really good job in that shit. Uh, Citizen, uh, yeah. Law Abiding Citizen. Law Abiding Citizen is just a fucking good movie. <laughs> that shit is just a fucking good movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, man. That shit was fucking good. Will Smith has made a lot of great movies too, though. I think he's been a part of a lot of good movies. Yeah, yeah. For I was. Sure. I, I I felt like Ali, shit. Will Smith, Will Smith doesn't look shit like Muhammad Ali. I, I hated that movie though. Did I you? I didn't like it. I had a <laughs> Jamie Foxx was in there too. I think I thought Jamie Foxx did a better role playing who he played yeah, than. Yeah. I liked that. I liked Ali. I just the best Ali that I've seen on screen is the one that was in One Night in Miami. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? I forgot about One Night in Miami just felt like it came and it went. You know what I'm saying? Um, Another good example of the gentleman who played Malcolm X in One Night in Miami, he didn't look like Malcolm X. He light-skinned. Yeah. But he bodied that shit. He did. He bodied that shit. The reason I thought- The mannerisms, the speech, you know, all all of that encompasses in like killing that role. The reason I thought my man from uh, One Night in Miami did the best job at- Muhammad Ali is because most people mimic the highlights of Muhammad Ali. The, I'm pretty and all this yeah. shit. They mad, but not his regular speech pattern, his regular talking. My man did a really. That's good what job. I don't think Will Smith did a good job at. Yeah. Like you know when he would be talking to one of his wives, like it just the the, the accent sounded forced. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't like it. I mean, I feel like I'm one third of the culture now. Like I'm critiquing shit. I should have came through this Tuesday. I mean, on on, on Wednesday and watched uh, Snowfall with y'all because I had a I got a lot of questions about last week's episode. Man, we be up here having Wednesday. I know, man. I know, but I I was I was doing something. You, you you know, I'm about to be a tattoo artist. I got my I got my tattoo gun. I'm practicing. I'll be putting my book and info in the bio in about a week. And uh, give it a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> you throw your booking information out there. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I support 75 you. bucks an hour. You I know, not, nothing too crazy. I nothing support too crazy. you. You know, work on a cantaloupe or some shit. I forget what kind of fruit or some shit. Uh, I got I got a uh, cantaloupe. I got pig skin that I've been like tattooing on. Yeah. 
And then like you have I, a whole fucking cat skin, but <laughs> <laughs> you ain't want to use the right. Word. No, thank you, no, thank you. But I do got some boiling pigs in some hot water. No, dog, I'm not boiling. You shit. ever seen how they? You see, this is some old HBO shit. This is not a Jason thing. But I remember watching this shit on HBO. How they fuck because you know they eat cats. Yes, over there in the, I won't say it in other places. In other places, <laughs> um, so they take the cat. You know, and it's a a giant thing of hot boiling hot water, and they'll just throw the cat in there alive. And then when they take them out, they just boop, rip, and the hair just comes right the fuck off. So I got a partner of mine. His father is Nigerian. He used to go like it's a place in Eastern Market where he used to get like live goats and live chickens from, and like the wet market. Yeah, it's where Corona came from allegedly. Oh, I don't <laughs> listen. He's I've seen him purchase a live goat and seen the process of him like skinning it before we eat it and all of that. And it's you know that's that's just not my wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I said. That's just that's you just ain't not, about this tattoo life. That's man. just not my level of comfortability. You ain't about this tattoo life, man. Kill that gut. Like, <laughs> I think I'm just gonna be doing hood tattoos. You know, tattooing seven mile on nigga neck. What they say is, is more than one way to skin a cat. Nah, nah, <laughs> we like, trying I'm, to figure out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not with it. I'm not with it. But, you know, oh, that's man. that's 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 not my thing. But I'm practicing. Yeah. You know, so I'm gonna be. You know, I'm, you can add that on to you know father podcaster. Yeah, that's a West intro. Side legend. Fucking tattoo artists, you know all it like all of that shit's gonna be, you know, you know it's what all gonna be in there. Uh, unrelated, I gotta go back three years ago, and I gotta give you, I gotta give you a, I gotta give you some flowers a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'll take them right now. What's up? Uh, so I listened to the Rick Ross Freeway Rick episode. Okay, last uh, last weekend, somebody asked for it on Twitter. And what did I say prophetically? Um, so this was right when Cardi B was about to be Cardi B. Okay. And the 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 best artist of the female artist of the year went to Remy Martin, which it should have been. Right. Um, and you use a horrible argument of why it should go to uh, <laughs> Cardi because you your heart be in it. <laughs> the argument never is there, but your heart be in it. Duh. I'm I passionate. You definitely I'm passionate. Loud and wrong, but I be passionate. He was like, she released a song. Like, nigga, what song? Like, what was the name of it? He's like, I don't fucking know. Bodak Yellow. I'm like, well, I've never heard of Bodak Yellow. He was like, where's where's that? He was like, I said, he. You was like, uh, you know, I saw it on the internet or some shit. I'm like, well, niggas, we ain't never heard of that shit yet. He was like, but I'm I'm just saying, I just think, you know what I'm saying? Like, in the future, with the right such and such, you know what I'm saying? She gonna, That she shit gonna, took off. That shit took off. Essentially, you said the exact same thing about Megan with that. With that, <laughs> I thought big old freak was going was going. Yeah, you, you which I, is why, like, I, I should have let, I should have gave her some credence, but I forgot that that. Megan, what I need for, and, and I saw Curve it's say, what I saw Curve say this on Twitter, if Ludacris was a little bit more active. Like he would be get he'd be able to give Meg the feature that she need. Like she need she that type of she energy. She don't need features. She need her own song. I'm she didn't had a feature with Beyonce, nigga. Don't nobody get bigger than Beyonce. She won Beyonce? a Grammy for it. She Beyonce? won a Grammy for it. How much bigger is that? But it's a single, and it's not your song. She performed at the Grammys with Cardi. I mean, oh, I'm saying all your highlights include somebody else. So, oh, I did a song. I, I didn't get a song with Cardi. Hey, man, I didn't get a song with Nikki. Mike won his championships with Scotty. Explain to Kobe me how this. Shaq. Explain to me how this, this how this this works, though. I, I'm just saying. No, does she have does she have a uh, 
an album of hers that cements her as like Meg that bitch. No, she does not have that album. She got a lot of good singles. Right. She got so, a lot of hot singles. So what I'm saying for you and for anybody who's looking for, yo, we need this another feature to prop her up. No, we don't need the feature to prop her up. You got she's three out of, of she's out of features. You, she's out of features. The only other person she can find would be Rihanna. She's out of features. Yeah, you got Beyonce. You got Nicki Minaj. You got Cardi B. That's it. Rihanna is the only is is the only thing left. And I mean, how you gonna bleed it? You know, is Rihanna even making music anymore? Nah, she whatever she wants. I don't think she's she making it. I don't think it's for the public. Though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she just being. <laughs> I don't know. If she's even like she's a she's a businesswoman now. She's a mogul. She's not even motivated. Like, what would be Rihanna's like? motivation to put out an album just because she fucking feel like it she don't have shit else to do that's typically why people make music is because they like music i think she's so she's talented in so many other areas i think this fenty shit is is probably like feeding her very well and she's just like you know fuck it if she feel like doing an album she might drop one i mean i think um yeah i hope she drops some music um, I enjoy but that's the la- that's the last female that like Meg could collaborate with to make a song. Yeah, but like we just need some music from you. That's like like if you want to be around, right? Like if you want to be around, like we need. I get it. Shake, shake, all that shit is cool, right? I think Meg is very talented. I just don't know where where the talent lie. And I'm not saying she don't, but when you say that, I want I want to know what, what when you see what what do you mean? When when I see her, I think that she has all the intangibles to be a star. Like she she's not a bad looking girl. She fit, you know. She got a gimmick that's that's that I think works. But like you like you say, like I need her to change that. F- <laughs> like I, that has to change. See, she got to be able to flip that flow a little bit, and I think like she need she needs her own she needs her own songs. Meg doesn't like if she was to come out on concert right was now. Was a good song, yeah, but like she need another one. She yeah. need something, that, and she needed to be hers, not Meg featuring or featuring on somebody else's shit. She needs that to be hers because you can't go on tour just doing a whole bunch of songs and you don't have the other person there. You can't, you can't to, be the headliner with that. No, nah, fuck no, you can't. You can be on tour and do something. You can't be you, the headliner. You get your 20. She got enough songs where she can do like a good 20, 30 minute set. And there's nothing wrong with that. But like, if you want your name on the marquee, you want to be the biggest artist on that tour. So she got enough for that. You know, you drop in a couple freestyles, interact with the crowd, man, get you good 30 minutes. 30 minutes? You got to come 19 songs. Nah. Songs not even five minutes no more. So like 5, That's, 10, 15, 20, 25. <laughs> for 30 minutes, you got to come six songs she in can five do six minutes. Song. She can do six songs. That's if the song is five minutes. She, and in a concert, you're not doing the whole song. No, but I'm saying so you, for you to rock 30 she, minutes. She, she dropping freestyle. She interacted with the crowd. Like she dancing. She doing other shit. She'll put 19. She can stretch 30. She can stretch 19. 30. I think Meg could do 30 easy. And if she get on the right tour, like she could open. I was going to say like she could open up for Beyonce, but that's two totally separate that's a that's a different type know. of vibe. I don't know. She might be able to, but I think I'm Meg can sure give me. Sure, she can. That'll rock out for her. That'll probably be a great look for her. But Meg girls can give like me. Meg. They be trying to do that her little dance ah, and shit. Ah, ah. She can do. She can give you a good solid thirty minutes. I like Meg. I really do. 
think she. I think Meg is is fine as shit. You said that four times. Because <laughs> I, I, I believe it. She looked good to me. Okay. I like that. I like that tongue out and ass swinging like that. That's like right in my wheelhouse. I like big old freak. I like it. <laughs> So you said something. I like WAP. So you said something, right? What's and this up? is this is not about Meg at all. This is about artists in general. A lot of them got the intangibles, but they don't got the actual tangible. You can't just have an intangible. It's, it's, it's a lot of working parts. Like be, you, being think, able to rap is cool, but like a lot, if you can't connect with people or make them give a fuck about what you're doing, it's going to be hard for you to sustain. And vice versa. If we give a fuck about you, but you don't got the meat and potatoes, come, <laughs> it's going I'll give to, you an example of that. Oh, it's a lot of examples. I'm going to give you a, a recent very example of a nigga who weeks ago I said he owned the clock. This motherfucker is under the clock. Where the fuck is Bobby Smarter? Where the fuck he is get, Bobby Smarter? getting back adjusted to life, man. Maybe he don't want to rap no more. Cause like how long you about to you about to he so, should have dropped his first day out like ninety three days ago <laughs> yeah like, like god damn like wh- where the fuck is Bobby Smarter I think we had too too high of an expectation what what if Bobby no no, just, no, 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 no 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 what if Bobby just got out and was like I don't want to do that shit no more he served his time he don't owe Bobby Smarter <laughs> Bobby Smarter don't owe us more music he don't maybe he's just like I don't want to be a rapper no more. Or or maybe it's like he it's, got the intangibles, but not the tangible. Cause we like hot nigga. We love hot nigga. And that was it. I feel like he had another song after hot. Computers. <laughs> no, nah, the so, name of the song was Computers. Oh, okay. Not, I'm not bullshit. It was a song. It was a second single or a second joint. It's called Computers. But or maybe or maybe Bobby is trying to craft like a full project. Fam, drop some fucking music. Like, let's drop some fucking music, nigga. What are you doing? Just at least a freestyle. Just fumble, a freestyle. You fumble in the bag. Like, nigga, we forgot. You been good. Niggas been saying free Bobby for seven years. You came home and this is my... Did you go back to jail, nigga? <laughs> nigga, I'm free. I'm free. Thank you. Thank you for the support. And nigga in a room full of writers like, no, that's not good enough. No, I need something better. Or, or maybe he wasn't like right nor motivated like that in prison. You just never know. I mean, when niggas get locked up, like they come out different people. You just never know what they might. Well, you got a much. You got you. You know what? You will shoot niggas. You will shoot everybody, Bill. <laughs> like no matter what, you shooting. You shooting every single person, Bill. Because we ain't act like the nigga was like cold before he went in. No, we just liked hot nigga. Yeah, it was, it was just a catchy song. It was the right time, and it it just took off. We liked hot nigga. But like, was that the first Instagram song that took off? Nah, I don't think so. That was 2014. Fuck, it seemed like 2014 is is like a decade ago in hip hop. Almost seven years. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that was the first first Instagram song to take off. I can't, I can't, I can't think of nothing else though. I, I honestly can't think of nothing. I mean, because and it took off because the nigga threw the head up. She was funny. And we was like, what's that shit in the background? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so niggas was making fun of it, but then it was it just got caught. He had the you know the 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 smarter dance. It was just a it was just a time. Man, but did. I don't I don't know if Bobby got another one in him. Just so we clear, I like Bobby. You know what I'm saying? He got good energy, like he got all the intangibles, right? He does. I this nigga, where the music? <laughs> now, I will say for this. Two months from now, he may come out with like a super cold project, right? Yeah. It's going to be hard for me to believe that you wrote it, though. 
Because it's taking him so long? Because we heard nothing. He was in jail, Jason. You, Nigga, he been out for two months. <laughs> you gotta. He just gotta get into. Maybe he gotta just get back into that space. I don't know what it's like to Somebody's be locked up for you. seven years. Is he even still on a label? Like, does he have any any what? anything behind him right now? My nigga, you what? What the fuck? Who giving Bobby Smarter beats right now? No, who giving this nigga bad advice? Because some, somebody is fumbling. Quavo. Somebody is fumbling the rollout of the music. There is no fucking way that you should waste all that fucking potential. Because I'd have dropped something, and that should have fucked around been platinum by now. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't fumble the don't fumble this. Because when nigga put you on the clock, if we gonna we didn't been here talking about how Cardi was on the clock, how fucking Meg was on the clock. This nigga ain't made a peep in relation to music. We seen a nigga come out when the All Star uh, weekend. Has he even posted like social media, or anything? Like he been real low key. That nigga was out and about that first week. You know what I'm saying? And gold shit, and yo know, hit the All Star weekend, which was he he been locked up seven years. Jay, let the nigga get out on a couple field trips. What I'm saying is we've seen him, but nothing related to rap music. Because <laughs> he just trying to get back to life. I just don't. I f- bail, bail, bail. No, you shoot the niggas bail. Remember, I'm going to give a wire scenario. Remember when Cuddy got out, the game ain't in me no more. But he, and, he showed up on the block first. And Bobby <laughs> showed up in the right places. He Where? Sh- he showed up with Quavo. He showed up at the All-Star game. He got in touch. He been with his man, Roddy Rich. Like, he he around, but maybe the game just ain't in him. Like, maybe he getting to the booth and, like, da 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 And, like, it, it's not the, – the flow is not coming out of him no more. Sometimes, like, it takes, it takes time to get back into the groove of things, and maybe he just don't have it. He only gave us one song. <laughs> he only gave us one song, period. We revere Bobby Schmurder, or I think people revere him because he, he stood tall on his shit. He ain't snitched. I mean, he, took, you, you, he took the extra time for it so his man's to get a shorter sentence. You do kind of um, got to stand tall when you got everybody indicted with your hit song, <laughs> right? So maybe maybe he every just, nigga name that he mentioned in that song went to jail because he ne- he probably never expected that song. Like yeah. you 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 don't know greatness when you're when you're doing it. Well, and know, he he probably didn't know that song was gonna was gonna take off I, how how it was. Some shit I did for the neighborhood and put on the internet, and because I threw my fucking hat up, niggas thought it was funny, and that shit went everywhere. I didn't think more than forty niggas was probably gonna hear this song. Somewhere, like he named all, he named everybody. Every nigga, he, I, I remember like the graphic and they put all the mug shots when he said their name yeah. in the song. Like, shit, you gotta, you gotta kind of take the time for that shit, right? Maybe Bobby just don't have it in him. This nigga said we caught a body about a week ago. Like, my nigga, what just are you doing? Body about a week. It had all of us rapping Niggas, along to it. Like, damn, Mitch. <laughs> Mitch caught a body about a week ago. And had everybody singing along to that shit and doing that dance. Mitch family, every time, putting their fucking hand like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mitch ain't never come home. <laughs> damn. Yeah, man. Shit, man, we about to do damn near hour in, man. We ain't even got to these fucking topics. Love Bobby, shit. though. I just hope he's doing well, man. For sure. Like, on some personal shit, I hope he's doing well. He's a very entertaining guy. Uh, it was kind of cringeworthy when they made him get on that motherfucking table in front of the, in the executive office. He ain't dance. even did no interview, has he? Mm-mm. Ain't talked to Vlad, ain't been to the Breakfast Club. Well, he just... ain't did nothing that's been released. We ain't seen him a couple different spots, but I ain't, I ain't seen nothing that's been released, so... It's mom's of the word. Maybe he going through his uh, Illuminati training. Who knows? Oh, all right. What but, you got uh, on the list? 
Uh, <laughs> what you got on a real list? Are we gonna talk Derrick Jackson? I mean, we can talk about that nigga real, real quick. Okay, okay. What's what's your feelings on it? Uh, I didn't ever like that nigga. Um, I I thought he was homeless, you know, because <laughs> he always doing the videos in his car. Nigga always doing the videos in the pickup truck, like he just was standing in front of Home Depot waiting for day labor and shit. Or, um, <laughs> you know, you got to be where you at when inspiration strikes. You yeah, know? and he runs directly to the truck. Apparently, he was got finished cheating when he going to the car. And shit. Hey man, he was having he was having a moment of post nut clarity. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but honestly, I think this all this shit fake. Okay. Because he's selling his book. I can see that. And his book is about trauma. And like, if you read the information, the book is about him and, and going through marital problems and blah, blah, blah. Like, this shit is like, then I'm like, well, who actually said that they cheated with this nigga? Because I just heard that it came out. But I'm like, but well, where's the actual person? Yeah. And then when he was doing that, um, we've they've leaked some like pics of the alleged mistress. Yeah, I think all that shit cap. Because when he did a video of him, he did a talking head video of him, and the link to fucking Amazon book was I'm like, yo, this is wild. You just think it's just a wild ass rollout? It's a wild rollout. <laughs> but if not, I don't I mean, I, niggas get caught every day. <laughs> niggas cheat every day. First of all, I don't, I don't like like these Instagram or. Uh, Twitter like relationship niggas. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about you feeling like you're a relationship expert. Like fuck you, and all that all that male bash and shit about. Yeah, that's whack. I don't I don't like that shit neither. I mean, wh- what works for you in your relationship is what works for you in your relationship. That doesn't mean that that's like the gospel across the board. And, and you see these waves come out every now and again. Steve Harvey was riding that. You know, act like a man, think like a woman, act like a man shit for a long time and trying to give relationship advice with Steve and been in and out of like three okay. badass marriages. I mean, yeah, I don't this fourth one. Yeah, I don't want to hear that shit from niggas like you found out what worked for you. And if you're trying to sell a product or sell a book, I mean, you know, I ain't never going to knock nobody hustle. But like, I don't like the way that that the shit went about with this Nick, with this Derek Jackson nigga and how he presents himself and how he trying like kind of shit on niggas like as as a platform to sell to pander his bullshit yeah so i mean i'm not i ain't into it so uh i didn't think about you when this shit came out right <laughs> i ain't never i ain't never been caught out there like that now let me explain all right <laughs> what i'm like when you this nigga is out here looking bad and i was like you know what because everything is wrestling right oh this is the perfect time for this nigga to turn to a heel you know what I'm saying? Like the good guy to, and then just embrace the bad guy now. Yeah. Cause your 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 days as a relationship guru was over. Like what's the hustle gonna be now? So now you gotta go yo Kevin Samuels. <laughs> like you gotta <laughs> like something. You gotta be the heel now. Yeah. Like what you gotta go, you gotta be Kevin the Kevin Samuels opposite. plays a very good heel. Yeah, well Loki is not even a I don't think I don't he's just he's just really no nonsense with the ladies on the yeah. show. And they and like well, they call in and they don't be listening. Yeah. Well, sometimes I, I mean, I do. I do think he got some underlying issues. Like I kind of think he hate women because he he wants to be one. Sometimes I think that, <laughs> but uh, but the, the information because he's a gay man. Uh, the, but he, he he said he's not. So whatever. 
Uh, but some of that should be, you know, be on point. Some of it's kind of, it can come off rude though. But it comes off rude because I think a lot of young ladies are being, are used to being talked to a certain way. You know, if you think you young and you look good, most of the time niggas are probably like catering to you and talking to you a different type of way. A man that has no interest in you is going to talk to you completely different than niggas that's trying to chase you. He talks to everybody very impatiently. Like he don't, you know, like every time the second you say something or he, all right, all right, let me move on. So I mean, that's a, that's a bit rude, but the content itself is basic questions. And I also think he asks, um, because for whatever reason, everybody that comes on that platform asks the, how do I get a high value man? The, the, the nigga making six figures. And I think he'd be so fucking mean to them sometimes because since there's only 9% of people in the country who make $100,000 a year or more. Like, why you think the other 91% of people in the world in this country aren't good enough for you? So, one, I think you're making a bad decision because ninety-one of the other 91% is probably who you should be looking for. And then let me tell you about that. what we, that we, 9% we said this a, We said this a long time ago on the show. Like, average is the norm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like... You most people are average looking. They make average salaries. I know we see shit on TV, but that's not the norm. So let's just say if everybody, I mean, if the majority of the people, I'm gonna use a name that everybody knows and everybody thinks is attractive, but this doesn't mean I think this is the most attractive person. If everybody looked very similar to Beyonce in the face, that's average. Like literally, because there's more people who look like her right. than not. Nigga, that's average. That's the baseline. So if you want something better than that, you got to be better than average. So when somebody say you look average, we assume that's like a knock. But no, most <laughs> people are, are average looking. And like, I'm attracted to that too. <laughs> like, we're all like, like, yes, we're attracted to the, you know, above average, but like, like, look, look at the motherfucker that you work with next to you in the cubicle. You like John, but John, an average ass nigga. He probably make around the same as you make. <laughs> That's average. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with just liking the nice average girl. Like uh, we, we've been on here before and I talked about, like, I think we should get rid of the grading scale to A, B, C, D, E, F and all the other shit. It just be three average, below average or above average. Cause that's all that matters in life. But I mean, that's that's essentially what the grading scale is—is is, is variations of it. But I mean, cause like that's you, essentially what it is. When a nigga go to a doctor, you like, how is he? Man, that nigga pretty cool. You recommend? Yeah, I recommend him. All right, fine, I'll fucking go with him. Yeah. But if you be like, I know, man. If you can find something better, you should go. Like, <laughs> that's your below average. But sometimes it's like, yo, that nigga is really good. Is, yeah. <laughs> I ain't never heard him be like, he about a B plus. What? <laughs> like, nigga, what? What? It's a mechanic is either like, it's a yay or a nay. Or like, oh, you good. Oh, yeah, that nigga fixed my transmission in two days. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll go to him. No, that nigga had my car for four weeks. I I wouldn't fuck with him. Fam, it's not, it's not six It's not six different variations, nigga. From the, like, where the rest of the class at? Like, dude, how, how fast does it take the average person to get, to find out what five times five is? Oh, two seconds? Well, I want a nigga that's gonna find it in but, one second. But but let's even let's even like make it. Uh, let's even because you, you're speaking to like academia. Like yeah. let's just make like how many valedictorians are in every class? 
Like, well, that's the above average. Nice. Those are the niggas that excelled over and above everyone else. Everybody else that graduated, you can graduate with B's and C's and be all right. That's when niggas like I was in the top um, 10 percentile of my class. So? Well, no, that's 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 good, though, because the top 10 percentile or whatever, we ain't talking about what that grade was. Because what if everybody was the lowest was 91 percent from 91 percent to 100 percent. Now, a nigga with a 94 probably think, nigga, I'm above average because of the... No, my nigga, everybody got a 94. You you are are the average. average. It's a bell curve, my nigga. (laughs) And I just think, like, people hear those certain adjectives and they they equate them with something bad. There's nothing... Most of us are just average. We live average lives. We work average jobs. We marry the other average equivalent to who we are. Average just means common. It doesn't mean like average has a negative connotation because people think C's are bad. Yeah. Um, because of our grading system. But like average is not a bad thing. I there's a there's, there's another way. I don't think we use the numbers. We don't use all so if we give you a scale of one to ten, we don't never use ten numbers. We only use like four. Right. Right. It's like nine, it's ten, nine, eight, seven, because ain't nobody giving themselves underneath for seven. <laughs> and that's and that's where he trip a lot of these ladies up at. You, Rate yourself on a scale of one to ten, not using seven. Now to take it out of the the It's the, not using seven or eight. It's one I think it's, it's eight. seven. Okay. Uh but t- to take it out of um out of that this arena, I watched a dunking contest recently, right? Mm-hmm. Every fucking dunk's not a fifty, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? They only use three numbers. It's either, it's like 10, eight, 9, nine eight. Yeah, 8, 9, or 10 is all they use it for the dunk contest. Damn, it's okay to give a dunk a 6. That don't mean it was horrible, but if 5 is in the middle, and I think it's slightly above average, I'm going to give you a 6, my nigga. And, but we'll be like, a 6? How fucking dare you? Because we don't never <laughs> niggas utilize- will slander. Niggas will slander. Remember, I think Dwayne Wade, like a nigga had a, I think it was Aaron Gordon when him, and, Wade, yep. when, when him and Zach Levine had like that incredible dunk contest and like D-Wade gave a nigga like uh, a eight or, like he didn't give him like the a 10. 10 or a 9. Yeah. He gave him an 8 and it was like, oh my God. But 8 is a great, like that's, that's still a very good score. So on a scale of 1 to 10, if somebody said that you look like you were 6, you would be offended. But basically you said if you look average. No, you look above average. Cause one to ten, the middle is five. Cause we know how numbers work. You tell a chick she looks, she looks sick. Like, oh baby, how you think I look tonight? You look about a six. If, a, if somebody gave you a six, well, like they, ideally, they, they would be shooting very low, and they would have poor taste if they gave me a six. <laughs> See, that's how all the people think. Cause everybody think they sell. You know what I'm saying? But like. Because we don't use the entire grading scale. Like, unless you give a nigga 8, 9, or 10, it's like you're a fucking loser. And that's going to be that way because it's never going to change. <laughs> it, so. it, it is. And you can't you can't tell a woman. I'll, she she come down the steps looking beautiful like, you about a 6 tonight, babe. Well, yes, you are above average. No, if, she, if somebody get dialed up, you give them a 6 while they dial up. Shit. Still above average, right? You look, your average is the baseline. <laughs> this tonight, you are above the baseline. Tonight, I only went up one point. I put all this, the, the, the dress and the makeup and the smells. And yeah, shit. That means try harder. That means <laughs> try should. harder. That means you probably a foe. You probably a solid ass foe. And then you bumped up to a six. So a four is slightly below average, <laughs> right? Slightly below average. I mean, if, if five is the mid, is median. No, call it five is mid. You hella mid. So slightly under that is a four. 
So well below average or well below medium is like a three or a two. One is you failed. Right? <laughs> so there's a lot of ones out there too. But it's nothing it's wrong. Not everything. There's nothing wrong with being average. It's really not. It's really not. But yep. if you called into a show and a young lady and she asked you what you was and you told her, what would you give? You'd be like, I'm an eight. She was like, no, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see a female equivalent to, to Kevin Samuels. I know it's out there. I but know like, she's out there. You'll probably take a fish, right? you probably get on the defensive. I probably would. Like we'll, and, and everybody watch. So like, I understand the backlash, right? Because, like, don't nobody want to hear. The truth. That they less than. You know what I'm saying? Especially if that's not the lens that but, you see. But I know from. I wouldn't jump out the window and be like, oh, I'm a 10. Like, nah, I'm like I'm not in the best of shape. I do have a stomach. I got a bad attitude. You're like, I'm I'm not a 10 on the scale. But I'm not like a foe neither. You know, I'm I'm still like, you know, the, I'm still doing well out in these streets. Yeah, man. Um you just gotta judge everything on the outcomes. Um, what'd you say on the outcomes? Yeah. Like, so so for people who insert, oh, you think you're a 10, right? Mm-hmm. Do you get 10 outcomes? Like, the, so if, if, if Beyonce. I get what you're saying. Yeah. If Beyonce, Kevin says she ain't, by the way. Uh, and he said Kelly Rowland is a 10. I mean, Ke- no, Beyonce is eight, eight. Kelly Rowland is nine. And like Rihanna is a 10. 10. Diane Carroll, 10. So he give like a little examples, whatever. Yeah. That's that nigga scale. Fuck that nigga like that. But I don't think Kelly Rowland is that high up. I think she's very attractive. I'm know? definitely picking Kelly Rowland. So, so so listen, beauty. But Kelly is your type. That's, so, <laughs> that's, that's all that's of my type. type. So listen, uh, beauty though can be subjective, is mathematical. It's like the more symmetrical the face the more oh, attractive. Man. I was like, nigga, give me the equation. <laughs> um, and literally, they, they've done these tests over hundreds of years. You know what I'm saying? Like, they put the faces up mathematically. If your face is more symmetrical, you are more if attractive. Yeah, like a more rounder face, you're, you're um, it's closer to, you're not viewed as attractive. Uh, you know, it's different, different shit. Now, clearly, preference is preference. You know what I'm saying? But like, generally speaking, when you put 100 people, you give them some pictures and you say, which one, which one? Whatever for whatever reason, well, I know the reason, but the more symmetrical, the more attractive. Right. Um, so to a certain extent, y'all, it's not even, you know, it's pretty, it's this pretty it is what it is. Put you put the algorithm, put you put you in the in the in the little machine that we keep uploading our faces to, they'll tell you what your number is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of round round face, you're a five. You ever see cause I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a nerd on some shit. I wanted to see how symmetrical my face was. Okay. So I took a picture of myself. I cut it in half, took the other half out, flipped it, slid it over to see if my face would look normal and posted online to see if anybody would like know the difference. This was a, this was like in the, the MySpace day. So, you know, I've been, I've been this way for a long yeah, time. I know. I, I've known you for a long time. So I know. But I'm like, yo, this is, this shit is pretty interesting. Uh, I don't know, man. That kept that 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 Derek Jackson shit. That nigga is a weird nigga, dog. I thought he thought he was a weird nigga. 
if you make if you make your these list, videos that they've been posting afterwards, this shit with him and his wife. That's weird. T- together was hella weird. The video that she posted after it's not a bonnet. It's the uh, it's the, the of Christ, the helmet of salvation. I'm like, come on, come on, honey. Like, like y'all niggas is trying to be. This is a is this a mad TV skit? It just it just felt it, it felt contrived. It 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 felt formulated. It felt fake, and it felt like I was getting got. You know what I'm saying? Like. It just didn't fit. Nothing about the shit felt authentic. I'll be honest with you, man. I've been talking on a lot of podcasts. Um, and some of the shit we talk about just because it's like trending in the media. I fucking hate that I got to talk about Derek Jackson. Yeah, we can, we can be done with it. Because uh, like there's certain themes that go around week to week, right? And it's like everybody's going to talk about this on a breakfast club, on on insert show, on, on insert. And I'd be like, we part of somebody's, but we part of somebody's rotation and they want to hear what we got to say about yeah, it. Yeah, I be thinking about that too, but I be like, damn, like, even though I'm not in the industry, like, I'm still being controlled by the industry and I still got to talk about what the industry talk about. You know what I'm saying? I think that shit is weak. I think if you are here cheating, I mean, nigga, practice a little bit. Like, just be, just be discreet. Practice some discretion. Move how you need to move. And don't get caught. Niggas cheat every day, B. Yeah, <laughs> and niggas gonna continue to cheat, and women cheat every day too. This is a fact. <laughs> women, women cheat in a whole different. Listen, man, <laughs> at a whole different level. I got a lot of female friends. Niggas say it again. So do I. I got a lot of female friends. Okay, more so than guys. You know what I'm saying? I got a, I got a bunch of niggas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's but I got, I got, I'm close with a lot of women. These motherfuckers cheat, dog. And they, they surgical with that shit. Niggas don't be having no clue. Niggas always got a clue. Your ego won't allow you to, to admit it, but like anybody, you know your partner. You know when some shit, nigga. You know when your boss having a bad day, even when y'all ain't talk. Like you know your partner, but you'll convince yourself, nah. She Not my at, lady. Nah, she was at her sister house. <laughs> nigga, what she? Watch, watch them patterns. <laughs> but you when know the what pattern, when the patterns start to change, like you know, something changed. Keep your spotty senses up. Watch your patterns. That's it. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's that's the only piece of game I give. I tell you what, though, uh, women is some people. I remember in my younger days, long, 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 long time. Right, 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 I'm dealing with a young lady, and um, she had a very nice ring on her finger, mm-hmm. like a big dumbass ring on her finger. At the time, I could not afford anything like that fucking ring on her finger. Right. But she was still in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> she was still in my apartment, and 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 still got married. Got in, she was in, he still got married. Uh, we, I've, you know, my friend that has visited here a few times was, was married <laughs> and, you know, it was, we were still friends. So, I mean, it, I'm like, you know, I, I, I couldn't do it after. I'm like, yo, yo, this kind of, yo, this kind of wild. I'll tell you what made me stop. Uh, cause it was only happened one time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I protected myself cause. I'm a responsible young man. As as you should be. The next day I get a text. It was like, yo, next time I don't want you to wear nothing. And I was like, well, shit, all I had on was socks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, you want to see my feet. All right, fine. She was like, no, like, I don't want you to wear a kind of. I couldn't do it. It, it was like that's, that's what you do with your husband. Like, no, then I, because like, I'm like, I'm young, early 20s. Right. And I mean, I, this shit don't matter in real. At, at this point, like you just you just living you just out living your, life, your young yeah. life. But I'm like, wait a minute. 
you about to go a nigga proposed to you i never i never questioned were you engaged or wasn't like that but you got this giant dumb ass ring what's and understood that need to be explained yeah and like a year later i saw your wedding photo so like right. clearly did you take them no, no, okay. I didn't have a camera back then, but no, I wasn't. That wasn't my my cup of tea at the time. Uh, yo, I couldn't. I couldn't do like no, like what? You want to go like what? You know, I've dealt. I've dealt with a couple married women in my in my illustrious career, and like what kind of made me like. I don't want to say like stop because I definitely dealt with a married woman. Like I've know. never dealt with a married woman. I have. You know, I'll be honest. Niggas will kill you. Okay. I'll be <laughs> I'll be honest. Like I went through this phase like if I want her, I don't care if she in a relationship. I don't care if she Narc- married. It's narcissism. It, we'll call it what it is. I'm going to shoot my shot. Now, if she tell me no, she tell me no. But like. I'll be honest, like the majority of women, even if I dealt with women that was in relationships or married, like if I said something to them or expressed some type of interest, they would be down. And in my mind, like your loyalty is to that nigga that you took the vow with. Like, you know, if you want to step outside of that, I'm I'm here to play around. But like, that's who your loyalty is. But what really kind of I give you a quick story time with Dame. I feel like this this is almost music worthy, but. I dealt with uh, a married woman for uh, a certain amount of time and, you know, we was, we was doing the most. I mean, she, you know, she's been like the weekend and shit at my house. Like I wouldn't question what the fuck she was going, going through or what she was telling her husband and all that. But I remember one night we had, you know, a little triced at the crib. (laughs) She bought, she bought a friend with her. We all got acquainted with one another and she left like they, them two, they left about 20 minutes later, I get a knock at my door. I'm thinking, like, maybe she left something. It's a nigga at the door. I'm like, yo, what's up? And he is, and he's crying. He is like, and he's like, did uh, huh, so-and-so just leave here? And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. It was her husband. He had followed her, had set up the street. I followed you today. <laughs> yeah. He pulled, he pulled that. He was like, did, did so-and-so leave here? And so I call her up. I'm like, yo, your husband is on my porch. And she's like, I call him, I deal with it. So she called him, I can hear, first of all, this nigga's on my porch the whole time. I can hear him talking to her, getting loud, and she hang up, and then she called me, and she's like, I don't give a fuck. She's like, you can tell him whatever, I don't care. I said, whatever? She's like, I don't get no fuck. So he he's still on my porch. Bitches ain't shit. He's still on my porch. Not he, in general, but her. Yeah, he's still on my porch. He's like, in shambles, you know what I'm saying? Like he clearly loves her. Me, I'm just, you know, we just doing the smut thing. So he, he the smut thing. <laughs> so, that's, I mean, that's all we do. We just fucking. So he asked me. He was like, and he saw her and her homegirl leave, and he was like, "Is she like that?" And I'm like, "Nigga, with like we was all three here together. Like I don't want to give you the gory details, but like, nigga." She she familiar she is familiar with pussy as I am. So I mean, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> so after a while, like he asked me like two or three questions. I'm like, fam, I'm not gonna do this with you. Like, get the fuck off of my porch and you go deal with your wife. I go and do what I do. Maybe about another ten minutes later, I hear another rap at the door. He's still there. I'm like, yeah, man. So I come to the door with my pistol. I'm like, look, like this, we done with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got more questions. 
Like she's the one that owes you something. I don't owe you shit. You owe me a fave, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, my niggas would kill you, dog. The nigga sat on my porch and cried. He sat on my porch and cried, and then eventually he got in his car. When like after I came back with the pistol, like he, you know, tightened his shit up, got in the car, and I never saw him again. One, but I did. I did see his wife a, a, a couple more times after that because I mean I see why he went crazy. Her vagina was amazing, man. That's <laughs> it was wild. amazing, and her friend was gorgeous. Thank I can't. You. I can't Thank do. The, I can't do the married thing, man. Niggas will literally kill you, and um. I'm not going to allow you to kill me, and I'm not trying to go to prison. What right you want to kill me for, man? It's just sex. That's to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You say that a lot. That's to you. That's what it is. But to other people, man, it'd be a lot more. You know what I'm saying? And niggas die over less. Niggas die for much, much less. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's some that's some energy that uh, I, I'd rather I, not I don't. With. I don't try and put that energy out there now because I do want to get married again, and I don't want no nigga thinking he going to fuck my wife. You Like, I'm not. I'm not. Because, like, you know my ex-wife. After we got divorced, and, you know, we still worked at Comcast together. We were separated. It was a lot of niggas that I thought we was better than that trying to holler at, like, my ex-wife. Man, I get that shit often. You know what I'm saying? Uh, niggas be trying to holler at my um, women I used to deal with. Uh, and sometimes I see it. They'll show me or whatever. I'm like, damn. I won't never say nothing to you. I'm not. Just know. <laughs> just, it's 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 I I never speak on it, and I appreciate my my ex wife for being like a classy, upstanding woman that she is. Like you know, she's always been a one, and she would like like you know he tried to push up on me after he found out like like that nigga like I thought we were better than that. You, you know, you go through the um when you with somebody for a long time, y'all break up, get back together, y'all do that little thing. You know what I'm saying? But like it was this one time when somebody, a friend of mine, like a legitimate friend, like was in your. Are y'all are y'all still friends? No, when I see him face to face, I still owe him a shot to the chin. Okay. In front of his wife and his kid, you know what I'm saying? But he tried to he tried to dirty man. And I the way I found out wasn't because she was uh, upfront and brung it to me, and she she didn't she didn't say it. She handled everything correctly. But she never brung it to me. And I couldn't fuck with her no more like that afterwards. Cause I'm like, if this is my man and a nigga say, let's have sex just one time. And like, what? And they, 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 we were all friends. You know what I'm saying? And we going through our shit or whatever. And like, this is like my guy. Like I mix, I mi- I don't mix friends. Right. I got brung. Co mingle. That's what I yeah. call it. I don't, I don't really call mingle. Like, why wouldn't you like why would you still want me to hang with him like the fact that you wouldn't bring this to my attention i i, I just i thought our moral but it, but compass it, but, was but, different but it can go a lot of different ways because like i i got a, a good friend of mine and he's like my brother and like one of his exes tried to holler at me like when we was all out together she had a couple drinks in her and we had like you know we we went bowling and like we happened to be like like bowling at the same time and she was saying like shit to him. I'm like, maybe she got some drinks in her, but like she is sobered up. And like a couple days later, she like kind of tried to follow up on it. And I told him about it and he flipped it like the the whole other way. Oh, nigga, she wouldn't do that. Oh, okay. Well, but see, but like if. So like if I was trying to get on your ex-wife behind your back, like and she knew 
that we was cool and everything like that. And never like you still you would still allow me to hang with your, with, with this nigga, knowing that I'm I can't be trusted. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like now, if it's her friend, whatever, that's that's one thing. I ain't trying to mess up that shit. But like, if you know the nigga that I consider is a friend that I that I go, why you got me out here with him, dog? You know what I'm saying? Like my my man, a whole rat. You know what I'm saying? My and man, the fact a whole that you okay with me not knowing that it didn't sit well with me. Maybe she was trying to keep the peace at the time because she I knew what we we had that conversation. But like, so but you but like so since the peace is kept. I'm a, I'm the so so what I look like a fool like so it, we walk into the same room all three of us and everybody's in on it except me. Nah, I'm straight. I can't do it. I feel you. Yeah, I don't I don't know what, I never what looked the right at it the way. Same again. I don't know what the right way to handle that type of situation is because it could go it could go either or like like I said I told my man's like being very truthful and like not trying like look this is what happened A B and C happened. And he was ah nigga, you you trying to fuck me? I'm happy you trying to fuck my shit up. I'm like, no, nah, I'm really not. <laughs> Why? Because I want you to sleep on my couch. Nigga. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm really. And then like, come to find out later on, he found out like the type of situation he was really in, and it, whatever he he found out like what I was saying wasn't wasn't false because like some shit came up and he seen like she was she was out there. But like nigga, I, I tried. I told you out of, out of my heart because you my man's, and you know now if you choose not to believe it, fine. You got to deal with the consequences yourself. But you know, it just was what it was. But yeah, man, that shit wild, dog. Um, yeah, I don't I don't want nobody else's wife because I want my own. And, that's a fact. And my, and my wife can't be <laughs> like I don't. Just no, sex, my wife. Yeah, my yeah, my wife can't be can't be your your good thing. But it's just sex. I mean, I, I I did enjoy having sex with his wife. No, I'm saying when your your wife, if she stepped out, it's just sex. I mean, I don't. Because <laughs> yeah, remember, you you came you a couple weeks ago. You was like, nah, not a deal breaker. I don't care. I knew it was Cap when you said it. <laughs> you know? I just want you to admit. You know, I, I, Cap I, 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 I look I look at it like I haven't had a lot of serious relationships. Yeah. I can probably count on one hand how many girlfriends I've had since like high school. Yeah, and it's only like maybe four or five. I have I date a lot. You know, we be. Uh, unwritten in a relationship, but like you know, know like that. you you not you not my girlfriend, <laughs> but like it's we doing boyfriend girlfriend shit. So I mean, like when I'm with somebody, you know, it take it take a lot for me to like want to be in a relationship, not not in a bad way, but like I just look at them a little bit differently, and I take them a little bit differently now. Yeah, but you know. If it's just one of them things where it's a lot of gray area and I find out she fucking some, well, I mean, you know, the game is the game. But like if it's somebody that like nigga like my wife, like expectations. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Like if I if my I, wife that I had ki- kids with, if I found out she would have cheated on me during our marriage, <laughs> I ain't even go front. When I found out Crystal was dating, my ex wife Crystal, when I found out she was dating, just Period. Nigga, we had been separated, living in separate houses. I had another baby. When I found out she was dating, nigga, I remember when she told me that shit, I was sick to my stomach mm. for like two days. Now, me and her hadn't had sex in years at this point. It's been like at least three or four years since we had had sex. When she told me she was dating and like having sex, nigga, I was sick, yeah. like physically sick. Because y'all wasn't together. Probably in your mind, you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. 
it's because of your doing, right? Like, yeah, yeah I, it was me. It well, was not, me. not, not, not you did wrong, but like, I'm doing all this shit. You, if I feel like making this shit work sometime in the future, like this is going. But like, wait, wait, wait. I had another baby already, yeah. Jay. But it's like, wait a minute, you're moving on, like. It's over, over. Dog, what I used to think, like, who the fuck gonna want her? She got three young kids. She got my crazy ass in tow. Nigga, a bunch of niggas <laughs> want her. A bunch of niggas wanted her. <laughs> Shit. Niggas was waiting. Niggas yeah. was waiting for me to go. I mean, because she was attractive. She's smart. She got a good job. Like, she has nice things. Like, it was a laundry list of niggas that wanted her and didn't get no fuck about her having three, three young kids. Like, niggas want niggas was lining up to play stepdaddy niggas i knew <laughs> niggas from the job was lining up to play stepdaddy to my kids man that's a lot <laughs> i'll be honest dog <laughs> you gotta be one hell of a person for me to be to want to be the stepfather to three other three children that's not my mind that's not mine that don't mean it's like off the table yeah but it gotta be it gotta be. It gotta be a hell of a proposition. I, I mean, I, I'll be honest, man. Even even with three, me, it's a lot. Even with me, like dating and moving around, and doing what I do, and I've met women that's like, yeah, I know you got five, but I, I know, like, I've had women tell me like straight up, I don't mind being number four, like fourth baby, like I, I don't mind. I'm like, baby, this is, <laughs> but you, you know woman. what you, but as a man in a relationship, like you're supposed to be the provider and shit. You providing for three kids that don't have your DNA. That you're not gonna get to. You. I mean, I, I give it up to my ex wife fiance, like, cause he he stepped in, and like he he played a stepdaddy role. Like he picked my kids up from school. He buy them shoes. They all in the same house together. Like he he acting father at that house. Depending on how young they are when you come into that life, that can be a very thankless job. Yeah. Because you not they no matter how great you are and I'm not caring, nigga. When it's oh, time man. to walk somebody down the aisle, I'm going to my dad. The nigga that you ain't seen in six years, nigga, my, ten my, years. My daughter, you know, she 15, and I be, and I make a joke about like, you know, him playing the stuff. She's like, that's that's not my daddy. She's like, you my dad. Like I've I've been at the house and he'll tell like my middle son to like do something. I've seen that nigga walk right past like he didn't say shit, and I got to step in. I'm like, yo. Will like he told you to do this, like go do it. Like don't disrespect him. Yeah. But see, and that's like um it's normal. Because like you're not their father, right? No, that don't mean that that's never a position that I would take or anything like that. It just gotta it's be It's just a it's just a lot to come along with it. Yeah. It's just a uh, Which is why when I see videos online of like children who or stepfathers that come in and like I seen one a couple of weeks ago. Dude was like 18 or some shit. And uh, he, for the dude's birthday, he had signed papers to him like an officially adopt him. You know what I'm saying? And the dude was crying, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, he'd been in his life for all this time. He was like, listen, man. Like, no, nigga, you my dad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that That shit always get to me because, like. I was watching something on TV. Tammy and Waka, Waka Flocka got a show. Yeah. Like, the little girl, her dad didn't show up for something. And Waka was like there and like but he's always been there as the father figure in her life and that is truly a thankless that job comes with no guarantees it's like you guaranteed ne- you never know how a child is going to latch on to you if they're if they're going to take a liking to you and you like it can even, always be that that separation and that animosity and you can't even be mad at the child because 
Like they always gonna love their parent no matter what. Yeah. And you want them to. You know what I'm saying? It's not because you you you're not here. She to- still wanted, even though Waka is there and filling in the dad role, she wanted her dad there at, right. at the event. I, like I remember um something on the internet came through and a guy took care of all these kids and shit like that and paid for the college, paid for the car. And she wanted like her dad to walk her down the aisle. Yeah. And I'm like, well, nigga, I'm I'm paying for everything. And the the wife was like, yo, if you don't, I'm going to leave. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I mean, it's, it's I didn't took care of all y'all. All four y'all. I didn't bought all y'all cars. I didn't pay for y'all college. I'm paying for the wedding. This deadbeat nigga come through and he get the. He's a hero. That's he, fucked he up. That's hero. a thankless job. It is. It's not a guaranteed thanks. Because sometimes, you know, you fill in and the kid is super happy. Right? Yeah. Well, that's not guaranteed. And if the child still wants their father's a clear demarcation of, yo, you. You stepdad or bonus, whatever y'all know, y'all Look, try. I, to- I, I know my ex-wife fiance is good to them kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't take nothing away. He's been decent to me, and he didn't have to be because I've been a piece of shit to him. Yeah, but he's always maintained, you know, and been a, a rock solid guy. But I know at the end of the day, like if I talk to my kids and they want like some dad shit, they gonna come to me, and I don't know if that. If that makes him, because like he's been around now for some years, I mean, I don't know if that makes him feel away, but like, I wonder how it feel to be like when when you when you're a provider inside of a household, not the provider, but a provider inside of the household, and you you taking care of everything like that, and somebody walk across like nigga, you ain't my daddy. Like, how did that make a motherfucker feel? It's disrespectful, and I and I always tell them like, you don't have to. You know, if it's a real issue, I, me, your mama and him will sit down and we'll deal with it. But like if he asks you to do some take out the fucking trash, like I don't want to hear. I don't want it to come back to me. Someone like you're not my fucking debt. Nigga, you better grab that fucking bag and walk it outside to the damn dumpster. Like he not asking you to jump through hoops. He asking you to be a participant in the house. I ain't your daddy, but I'm the landlord in this motherfucker. <laughs> listen to him. I'm the supervisor. <laughs> yeah, okay? like listen. It? Listen to him like he not saying nothing egregious to you as long as he he treating you re- with respect. Yeah. He treating your mama with respect. I don't have no issues with that man on, on that level. So, I mean, do what the fuck he tell you to do. Yeah, man. That's a touchy joint, which is uh, hopefully. Uh, yeah, that's just a touchy situation. He, and he a good, solid dude, man. I can't say nothing bad about him. Yeah. All right, man. So uh, before we wrap this shit up, I want to talk about this last uh tragedy uh situation that happened in boulder colorado um some crazy motherfucker goes into a damn supermarket and you know starts shooting niggas right well i'm sorry a person goes into a store and starts shooting people um 10 people lost their lives unfortunate uh, very nine, unfortunate incident nine civilians and um one police officer uh, i think the dude was from like He's a foreigner. You, we would normally think, yo, this is a white man, but he was not this time. Yeah, not this, not time. this time. Um, and then you know, and the white men are terrorists. I mean, stop white t- t- male terrorists. That should be the hashtag. Um, but I don't know what to do in this particular situation because one, when that shit happened, of course it gets politicized. Everybody runs to their side of their, their party lines, people run to their emotion, sh- shit like that. 
how do you legislate crazy or how do you legislate like free will or like i don't i don't know what you can do that can stop a person who is hell bent on causing terror or killing if i want to kill today um i don't know what would do um uh if if you want to kill you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think there's. Oh, it's uh, my bad. It's connected to the Bluetooth, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think it's any any way to uh to really prevent this type of thing from happening. And when you see these things happen, like people be like, "Oh, gun control." If it wasn't no ARs, that you can't you can't put a rule on people who don't follow rules like that. It, it doesn't matter. Like they're going mm. to do, they're going, if, if I wake up tomorrow and I say, you know, and I didn't snap, I didn't have my moment and this today I'm going to walk into fucking CVS and open fire. Like no type of legislation is going to stop that from happening. Like there's, there's no gun laws on the books that's going to prevent me from like, we should just make a law about murder and that should just stop everything. But it's it's oh, not shit. There there is there, right, and it's and it's just not that simple. So yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think there's one cookie cutter answer. And when these things happen, I think a lot of politicians take this as their stepping stool to say, well, if we had if we banned assault rifles, this type of shit. I mean, you can ban assault rifles all you want to. Criminals will always find a way to be criminals. They'll always find a way to get their hands on these type of weapons to perform these type of acts. So like, there's no one whitewashed way to prevent these type of things from happening. Bo, uh, Columbine uh, happened in Colorado. Right. That was like the movie theater shooting happened in Colorado when the, the gentleman opened fire up in Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Um, I don't know what the fuck's going on in Colorado. It's so nice out there. It's so nice. That Columbine shit, right? That happened after the 19... It was in 99. ...for assault rifle ban. Yeah. Um, so when they are, they, they banned assault rifles and high capacity magazines um, for rifles where you couldn't have a magazine um, over 10 rounds. Randomly. No, no Mickey Mouse was. Randomly. I looked at that picture like a two or three days ago. Um, before this the shooting shit happened and I, I looked at that picture and I saw they, you know, their bodies on the floor and I saw the guns that they had. Mm-hmm. That motherfuckers had, he had a gun. I got, I, one of the ones I got, nigga had a nine millimeter carbine, an uh, old ass high point. He had an old high point. Yeah. Had a newer one, right? The rifle. Never use a high point pistol, by the way. The Never. worst pistols. You, the worst. Pi- and everybody I know has had a high point, but it's everybody. literally the, a For trash sure. pistol. Two hundred bucks, like <laughs> regular price. <laughs> it's a piece <laughs> like, of trash. Two hundred bucks, like you know what I'm saying? It's about as big as a fucking like. It's about this big, like it's. Never use it, okay? Yeah. Never use it. Um, and they can pull a high point on you like, nigga, I'm not dying today. Well, you just, I mean, if you shoot close <laughs> enough, maybe. Uh, but niggas had a shotgun and niggas had a, a nine millimeter carbine that shoots handgun bullets and it only holds a magazine of 10. Like, so the modern one that kicked everything off and happened while there was an assault rifle ban. Right. And them crazy motherfuckers went in there and still acted crazy. I don't know how to fix it. Well, I know how to fix it. There's only one way to fix this shit. And it's never going to happen. What's that? If there were no guns, period, 
all 300 and 300 million of them were gone, then all right, well, niggas not going to get shot. But that's never going to It's never going to happen. But niggas would just kill another way. That's how it is. You know, the UK don't got guns. Yeah. You know, the stabbings are at an all-time high. Because <laughs> that's all niggas got. The stabbings are so high that they're about to ban knives. Think about that, my nigga. How do you ban a fucking knife when it's in the kitchen? I mean, that's 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 the weapon of choice. Burglaries. All-time high. Niggas are breaking in in broad daylight because they know you can't do anything. All you got is a knife at best. All the fucking actors we were just talking about, Daniel Kaluuya, like, nigga, they are they in the UK. This is not like some magical third world country where, like, nigga, this is normal. Australia, same fucking way. Like, they, they start with introducing a little bit of legislation. Oh, shit. You mean to tell me when we banned the rifles, it didn't stop the murders? I guess we need to get these fucking handguns then. Cause we tried this one. We gotta we gotta do some more. Cause I know you care about these fucking lives, right? Right. And if you don't, you're a bad person. So we got that's how it happened. And now they over there getting stabbed the fuck up. I mean Nigga busting your house in broad day. Busting your house in broad day and take trying to take your TV. Man. The 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 violent niggas are getting beat the fuck up. Beat to death, pole beatings, knifing, stabbings, flapjacks, <laughs> all type of all niggas type are, of shit. Niggas are gonna be terror. So I was looking at some stats and shit, right? Um, where did these go? All right, here we go. In 2019, um, the number of murder victims in the United States in 2019 by the weapon used. Uh, 6,368 murders by handguns. That's the number one culprit. Okay? Right. Niggas is worried. Y'all worry about assault rifles and shit like that, which is there's no such thing as an assault rifle. Uh, That's not what AR stands for, by the way. It stands for Armor Light <laughs> Rifle, which is the nigga last name. But listen, that's neither here nor there. Assault Rifle 15. Um, <laughs> handguns, 6,368. Uh, uh, f- knives or cutting instruments, one thousand four hundred and seventy-six. Rifles, three hundred and sixty-four. Damn near five times the people got murdered with knives in this country in twenty nineteen than with rifles. That's just crazy. That's what a I, crazy number. So, like, I understand these tragedies are really fucked up. But if we really are concerned about public safety, we got the under, we got to find the underlying reason for all these deaths and all these mass shootings. Now these handgun shootings. Oh, this just regular niggas being violent in inner city shit based, based upon poverty. Right. Cause if you are interested in stopping the 6,368 murders, one, half of them is probably domestic. Um, cause most of them are, um, but you know what? You know what's interesting? When they put the the crime statistics out for deaths uh, with handguns, they include suicide in there, and sixty percent. That's skewed. That's gonna skew the data. Sixty percent of all uh, 
uh, gun deaths come from um, suicide. That's crazy. Yeah. That's but, that's but, that's a wild number. It's a wild number, but that's baked into the basic. They're like, oh, look, all these people die. They're out there shooting. You. No, some niggas yeah. shot themselves. And that's uh, really skewed. Yeah, that's not plugged in though. You gonna you gonna have to my the Bluetooth ain't connected. Oh, I'm connected over here and shit. My bad. I okay. gotta uh, I'll unconnect. Okay. Um, but that shit wow. But I I I say this to say I I bring all that up for a particular reason. The president got on television and said he may sign a fucking executive order to do this ban shit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is concerning for me. Uh, but more so than that. This is just uh, an article I was reading in Forbes.com. The Biden administration urges Supreme Court to let cops enter homes and seize guns without a warrant. She went to the Supreme Court. This was on, what day was this? The 23rd? So, like, conveniently, right the day after. When did that shooting happen? On the 22nd? I think so. The day after that shooting, this case goes to the Supreme Court. So this, it's a nuanced case. So uh, a husband and a wife having an argument, they arguing all day, like all day they arguing and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm thought the argument was over, it's not. Husband goes in the room, takes out a gun, unload it, puts it on a table. said, well, just fucking shoot me then because <laughs> we've been arguing all day. He, I guess he thought that was going to stop the argument. It did not stop. You got to know what type of woman you got. That's not an idea that you should do. So the argument did not stop. So guess what? Husband says, I'm going, I'm getting a fucking hotel room. He leaves, right? No, I'm sorry. The wife leaves. The wife's go right. gets a hotel room. So the next day, wife calls. Husband don't answer the phone. Calls again, husband doesn't answer the phone. So now she's worried. Mm-hmm. Like, well, wait a minute. Maybe he did something because when I left, she calls the police, gives them the scoop. They go, they both arrive to the house at the same time with the police. Nigga in that bitch, like, what's up, man? No, I just answered because, you know, we was arguing. Yeah, yeah I didn't want to talk. <laughs> and they told him the whole situation and shit. And, you know what I'm saying? He got two guns in the crib and um, they wanted to take the guns away because they thought he, w- he could possibly harm himself. He was like, no, nah. no, nah, they, they, they just they just in the other room. Like, no, nah, nigga, I'm good. Like, in real <laughs> I didn't want to talk to her. I didn't want to talk to her. Yeah, and he like, you know, they want. I didn't, I didn't load no gun and bring it to her. But whatever. Uh, still a fucking bad idea. Yeah. So they convinced him. So well, we're gonna take you to the hospital. And he didn't want to go, but they convinced him if he went to the hospital, we wouldn't take your guns. So he went to the hospital to get an eval. They get there, they're checking it out, like. Go home. <laughs> like, this nigga's fine. Right. He makes it back home. Police went in his house and took the gun. Gun's gone. Gun's gone. They told the they told the wife, yeah, he said we can get him. So they went inside of his home without a warrant, took, took his guns. guns. Now, they went under some sort of a, it's a law on the books about public safety that was written for um, traffic cops and shit like that. Where if you get into a car accident and your car is on the road, the police can come and like take your car and move that bitch out the way. It's not theirs, but like for oh, or, or or come and impound it, impound it, 
um, or just move that bitch to another side. Yeah, that's not very. Un- that's not uncommon. Yeah, but, but if the police pull you over on the freeway, you get arrested. They're gonna impound your car. I mean, that's they're not gonna let it sit on six ninety six. They're gonna impound it. Um, so they got a little um, little leeway for for public safety. So he was like, oh, well, this was for public safety too. We so we we didn't need a warrant to go take the guns because we was worried about public safety. Right. You're not a medical professional. Um, you didn't consult any medical professionals. When he went to the hospital, they said he was fine. Like you literally have no right to go inside of my home without a warrant and remove my firearms. Right. He sued them to get the guns back. And now he's suing them. Um, uh, they sued him to get the guns back. And now they trying to take this shit to the, to the Supreme court. The reason that this case is so fucking important and it's very nuanced that way. Right. Cause mm-hmm. they, you don't take any case to the Supreme court. They wait to a very, a case that was like, Hmm. So what this could basically mean if the police or the judges or whatever, they'd be like, you know what? We think that the cop was acting in good faith because he feared for public safety. We going to say that's always going to be the argument. We think that this is okay. What that's going to do is to set a precedent that for public safety concerns, we can go, and get him. You know, we should bring we should bring Hollins in. She knows about this, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it's about time for her to do her part two of the police episode. Absolutely, talk about the red zones. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so let's just say um, President Biden decides to sign an executive order, and then for public safety reasons, we want to go inside your fucking house and see if you got guns and take them. People be like, man, that's never gonna fucking happen. It's not. It's not Britain. Fucking, <laughs> it's not no, London. It, there's a precedence for it already. There's a precedence for it already. Did you know in during uh, Katrina that the police went house to house and took niggas' guns? Yeah. Yes, I have heard that before in the country, and I got video of it. Like here in this it, country, this is America. Went door to door and made everybody give their guns up for fear of what? Public safety. Oh man, it's a slippery slope. Now y'all it niggas is. know how I be and how I get down. Um, but is it really a conspiracy when it's actually happening? No, it's just everything starts on a small scale. You know what I'm saying? Like they they got to test it. They got to test it, and the test is already there. And once you once you test it, and you can prove to people, well, hey, this worked here. You know, it could work for you too. We talking about the court system, Supreme Court. Fam, once it's set precedent, it's over. Yeah, highest court in the land. And if the Supreme Court goes along with it, it's it's gonna be law. Now, I and I'm not a like I have a gun. I have guns to protect my house, to protect my family, to protect the things that we worked hard for. That's why I have them there. Am I out being a menace with it? Nah. But like they're they're there for my protection. I don't want to. I'm not going to give up my guns. Um, I am not. My concern is with people who may not be in the guns. You could be anti guns and not pro guns. That's 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 fine. That's good. Um, everybody don't have to be right. Mm-hmm. But like as the president, or for people who are on television who 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 act to speak knowledgeably about knowledgeably about situations, they don't. They be up there lying. Yeah. That man said that during the assault rifle ban, the assault rifle ban that he claims that he got put through a Senate, 
He said mass shootings were down. They were not. Go look up the data. They were not. It literally has nothing. The, the court, it, 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 does, it doesn't stop it. He said there's a gun show loophole. Where, my nigga? Every time I go buy a firearm. It's, it's, it's not as easy as people think. They call the FBI. They legitimately call the FBI call center. And if guess what they backed up? They say, nigga, you on hold. And they put me on a flag. They fly every the last the last three years. Every time I went to go buy a gun, even during the quarantine. Uh, people that think it's very easy to buy guns are people that have never bought a gun. You've never bought a gun before. From like an establishment. I've been and at a gun show, they still run your fucking shit. I've I bought a I bought a pistol at a gun show. They ran my shit and like I couldn't get the pistol the same day. No, they said come, come to the store. Yeah, come to the, I had to come to the store like three days later. Fucking store was past Ann Arbor. Like, cause they this this they they come from all over. Yeah. So, second of all, uh, the gun shows are not a thing in Michigan no more. Nah. Um, I mean Gibraltar is gone. Gibraltar gone, the one they had in Novi, that shit gone. Plus like that shit is not a thing here in Michigan no more. Yeah. Um but that's not this it's not a thing. Like it, it, in real life, there there there's not a thing. Like they call the FBI and they do a background check. Even on the faith on the paperwork that you gotta find fill out. It asks you about mental health. It does. Have you been diagnosed with this, that, this? It's on the form. It was like, well, what if they lie? How 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 how, how, how you gonna know? How you gonna know? There's no way to check it. <laughs> they they fill out a they fill out a form if you now if you lie on the form, how the form if you lie on the form, you lie on the form. There, there is not a the FBI does not have a list of your medical records. There is no. there is literally no way that I can call HIPAA. I can I cannot call anybody and find out if Dame has ever took insert medicine here. No, that's against HIPAA. That, that violates my HIPAA laws. Depending on who you got for, there is not one database with everybody's medical records in a single database. This it's not it's not it's not a thing. Just don't take away my guns, man. Just don't take away my pistols. I'm not giving them up. I'm not giving them up. I got a couple of different views, right? So in order to get a, a CPL, just to carry the concealed weapon, you go through your classes, right? Sometimes niggas just pay and don't t- take a class. Absolutely. That's on you. You should probably take the class. Because it's a lot of good knowledge inside of those classes, and they take you to the range, and so you get familiar with your weapon. That's gonna keep you out of prison, right? But even if you don't, you pay a nigga, they give you the certificate, the whole nine yards. You still gotta go to the police station and take pictures and give your fingerprints right. to the police, and then the police does a background. The, the police do a background check on you before they give you a, a license. license to conceal, and then when you go to purchase a weapon. The FBI does a background check on you. What's the ex? So they, we want common sense gun laws. What's the? Ex- What's more common sense than that, though? Like, I, I literally, what what else do you want? What's What's more common sense? Like I've gone through government loopholes in order to obtain this weapon. I went to local government. They got my fingerprints. If I shoot a motherfucker, you find a shell that I touched. My shit is in the system, my nigga. Look, nigga, every time I've you've been arrested before. I've been arrested before. I was arrested 13 times in a year and a half. Like every time, every time I get arrested, they fingerprint me. They they can pull up my previous arrest record. They know who the fuck I am. Every single time. Um 
I don't know, man. There's not a gun registry, which is unconstitutional. Right. Um, there's not a, like, so I, I don't know what else to do. Um, I don't want us to make brash decisions um, based off of worst case scenarios and then have everybody's life impacted in, danger. in a certain way. In danger. What do you think about felons um, being able to have guns? I mean, you've have you have you served your time? Yeah, served your time. I don't see why they should be denied those rights. Yeah, I used to feel differently about that, but um, I'm with you. A felon ain't no more dangerous than the nigga I live next door to. The only, so I don't know. Maybe it's certain felonies that you know. Maybe you you if give you, up certain rights. Hey, right, you murder, rape, something like that. Yeah. But like um. At what point do you be like, yo, uh, we know you're a human being, but you don't have the right to defend yourself. Because if you got a if you got a firearm inside of your home to protect you and your family, um, but you're a felon 20 years ago, you had a felony like I mean, I, I, I'll i even bring it a little bit closer. I got a friend of mine. She's a felon. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, credit card scam and shit like that. Like but like she's a single woman that lives by herself with her two kids. She should be allowed to have a gun to protect her home. Yes, she did something wrong. She served her time, paid her fines, but like she, she's also a single woman that lives on the East side of Detroit and she should be able to protect herself, you know, from her surroundings, but she can't, she can't legally own a gun. This is, that's just kind of wild to me. Um, I use this example all the time, right? And I was kind of picking with you earlier when I said this shit was like, you know what? They should get rid of all pit bulls, like the whole entire race of pit bulls, ban them because kids get mauled by pit bulls all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, pit bulls bite, kill cats. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. They lock that lockdown shit is for like, it's a real thing. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well we know that the dangers that it bring, we should get rid of the whole fucking breed. But then the pit bull owner would be like, well, no, nah, don't blame the fucking pit bull. I love blame, my dog. Blame the, the fucking owner. owner. The owner. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he should train they, they train the dogs, right? Or, you know, spend some time with their dog. Don't spend just, some, spend don't some just money lock with, them up in the back in the backyard. Spend some money on actual training. Maybe you should. Okay. Because dog lovers would say you can never get rid of a dog. Like, guess who got, who got, who bite harder than a pit bull? What, a German Shepherd? A German Shepherd and a Rockweller. They're, I don't know, I don't know how they, the pounds per square inch or whatever the fuck, are even more. No one had that same locking mechanism, but more pressure. And we, kids have been mauled. So do we get rid of all the dogs or do we blame the owners of the dogs? The onus is on the owner. So if I insert AR-15 or insert gun here. It's, It's not the gun, it's the nigga that's holding that motherfucker. Now you could say, well, if it wasn't no, if it wasn't no fucking guns, then you couldn't do it. I'm like, well, if it wasn't no fucking dogs, then people couldn't get bit. It's just a lot of what ifs. It's the same argument. So if you ain't ready to get rid of all dogs, nigga, last Saturday, a nigga stabbed eight people in Dearborn in a hookah lounge. Yeah. Eight people got stabbed. That's a mass stabbing, my nigga. It is. I don't know how you stab eight people. I heard he was, they was trying to, they was, well, they was fighting. They was trying to jump on him. 
Oh, okay. Well, that makes because I'm well, like that, that was well. Let me rephrase. That was one of the comments I read on Crime in the D. Who okay. the fuck knows what happened? A nigga stabbed eight people and he got arrested. Because so. I just feel like a stab, a stabbing is a little bit different than a shooting. Like if I see the first nigga get stabbed, I'm not running to the nigga with the knife. Nigga, we I literally seen a nigga get stabbed in Greek town. On Greek town on, on um, St. Patrick's, Saint Patrick's Day. Day, he stabbed two niggas. Yeah. Are we gonna ban? So listen. A man who stabbed eight people on Saturday night, we got to ban high capacity knives. <laughs> you can't ban nothing. Niggas will kill, man. If they want to, they'll do it. You can't ban nothing. I think we just throw this whole fucking world away, dog. That's the only way, man. It's the only way. I don't know what the answer is. I really don't. Um, but I'm not. Um, in the business or every up. time, but but if you look at the history of things, every time a something has been enacted to allegedly help us. It's only, it, it hasn't really made, it's created a whole nother problem. When you look at the war on drugs, minimum sentences, you know, a lot of y'all got uncles, brothers, cousins has been locked up for a long time off a little bit of crack or a little bit of weed or, or like, it's only creating just a, di- a, a whole different problem. Um, I like, I know how we can kind of combat this. Um, a lot of you probably gonna think it's kind of productive, but more guns. <laughs> <laughs> like that, strap up and get legal guns. You know what I'm saying? Like that's because a nigga will be. If you walk into a room, you go to Coney Island, and you know it's four guns in in the room that you might be less, uh, you know, less motivated to try and rob the Coney. Rob or not or anything of that nature, because like I'm not trying to, you know, everybody don't go outside. I don't want nobody to be no fucking vigilante and no shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm in the supermarket and they're shooting in the supermarket, I'm running for cover. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be safe, right. right? I'm not trying to actively go and hunt the gunman down. That's never what we're trying to do. But when, when your life in danger is seconds away cops are minutes away right you are the first line of defense for your own life when you got precious seconds cops are minutes away they're gonna be there quick absolutely they may be there in two three minutes depending on what neighborhood you're in but two three minutes is an eternity when the niggas is bucking shots yeah when when you can hear the shots and the bullets whizzing past you that three that three minutes is might as well be three hours and there's some statistics out there or just look at the article going to google there been a there's a large. I don't have an exact number because I should have pulled this data. There's a large um, number of would be mass shootings or uh, things that happen that were stopped because somebody shot the nigga first, yeah, or somebody shot back. One person got shot, but somebody shot back. Like there's an overwhelming number of these situations, but they don't. They don't ever come our, to the light. Our first instinct is to protect yourself. Fight. That's that's a fight or flight. That's yeah. your first instinct. And if you are put in a position where I can fight and I can even I can even the playing field. It's just the equalizer. Yeah. It's not it don't make it's, you, it's not gonna guarantee you nothing. It, it it gives you the opportunity. It doesn't guarantee the outcome, but it does give you an opportunity. I can't guarantee how it's gonna work out for you. But I have you have the ability to even the playing field. And sometimes that's all people need is just just an even base. Yo, I'm, 
I may just need to shoot back one time for the nigga to get the fuck on because these niggas clearly don't want to fucking die because right. they've been they've been going peacefully. Like oh, they always get arre- they always get arrested without without any incident. They come in, they they ain't fucked up. The police ain't shot at, shot back at them. They when the police get there with their guns, they give up. They 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 kneel down, hands behind their back, and they make it to the station in one piece. That, but like the niggas who was gonna die for sure, for sure, the ones who killed themselves. You know what I'm saying? But them other niggas, they don't want to die. That's why they allow themselves to get caught. To get caught, absolutely. So you they know don't what, flee the scene. So you know what that means? If you would have shot back at them niggas, they getting the fuck on because yeah. they're not ready to die. They're ready to do damage and not take damage. These niggas, they're not big. They ain't ready to die. And the ones who do kill themselves, who don't give a fuck about dying, oh, they're going to do anything to get you. And you, my friend, need to be able to protect yourself or your loved one. Because if it's you and your daughter, or if it's you and your son inside of um, a, a grocery store, and the cops are minutes away, and you got seconds left, those precious seconds come out, what you supposed to do? Take them out. Release you back. Hide, duck for cover. But when they come back, when he, when the, when the threat comes to you, we here, we here. A lot of these cowards, they go to areas where no one's gonna shoot back at them. Gun free zones and schools and churches and shit like that. Right. I don't like it. It gotta. It, you got to know. Hmm. This just they, they look for people more vulnerable, more weak, and and more weak than themselves. That's I feel bad because you don't ever see nobody go up into the police station with an AR and get the yeah. bus. Niggas went to one of the neighborhoods, six uh, yeah. precinct. Uh, oh, they did. They did. That's why they got glass in police stations now. Something I happened. forgot about that. Right there on what's that Warwick? Um, was so funny. The the one that, the whole ass nigga I was talking about earlier. He stayed like two two three houses down from that uh from that precinct. You want to go visit him, don't you? Man, fuck that nigga. Um. But uh, yeah, nigga did go up in a police station and start shooting that bitch. But he was he was he wanted to die. Yeah, something was wrong with him, and he died. So, um, listen, man, uh, I don't I don't trust these niggas. There's none of them. Um, I don't want I don't I don't want them to de-arm a de-armed population. Are slaves. Uh, I still can't connect to the Bluetooth. That's why I sent you to to us and I. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't like it. That's all I got, man. Whose man's is this? Uh, uh, Whose man's is this is going to Lil Nas X. For that video that he dropped? I have no idea about his video. Um, But I do have an idea about this devil shit that he's on. Okay. Um, And that's not like a euphemism. I'm talking about this devil shit that he on. I don't know if you've seen the Air Max he's dropping. Yeah, yeah. Um, today. Um, today is Air Max Day. Um, he calls these Satan shoes. It's the Air Max 97. It contains 60 cc's ink and one drop of human blood. Um, they're making 666 pairs individually numbered. Um, and look at the look at the promo for this shit. I didn't I didn't know this was like a, a yeah, real scroll thing. Scroll through there. Um they got the pentagrams on there. Um he got the 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 the, the Baphomet face. Oh. You you selling a, a a black and red shoe with 666 on it with actual 
human blood inside of the shoe. Like they're not even hiding this shit. Okay. I don't, I don't like want... who, who, whose man's is this? Like that's a long way from old town road. This is a long way. And look at the, 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 the packaging and marketing and the, 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 the naked bodies, the, that's demonic. Uh, the tortured bodies with, with, with snakes going in and out of their stomachs and like, yo, I'm not, I'm not with that. Yo, what what was the what was the line? The greatest trick the devil ever made was making people feel like he didn't exist. Man, that man has found out a way to make you praise him publicly and then defend the people who are praising him publicly. Cause this is what this is. Like nigga, what? The the we but we talked about this weeks ago. The the line the lines of right and wrong, what we what makes sense, what does not make sense have been skewed a long time ago. And now that those lines are blurred or damn near non existent, we'll see more shit like this. I'm not I'm not with that. I don't want numbers <laughs> and they individually numbered. Nah my nah my nigga. I'm I'm straight on now. I'm straight on those. Yeah, man. Who behind Nike let that one fly by? Yeah, man, I, I just I, I, at some point, you know, I'm all for um, this was the, 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 the is this is this like the because Air Max 97s had the holy waters that actually had like holy water in the shoe also. Yeah. Like, is this like some type of compet you know, strategic marketing? I don't know, but I ain't with it. This is this is too much for me. I ain't with it. I ain't with it. Like last week, I told you I was battling with the like I don't know where the free will censorship shit lies. You know what I'm saying? But like the lines are very muddled, and it's and you know I've been for the for for the longest I've been I've been I've been just thinking like yo I'm just gonna fucking draw a line, and you're gonna either respect the line or not, and I'm I'm just gonna be cool with whoever agree with it, whoever not. You know what I'm saying? You don't gotta live. You don't gotta live. You don't you don't have to live by this, but this is my moral compass and some of the shit that people do. Nipsey said it very well. Everybody got a line. Just don't cross mine. You're going to have to like and everybody is so scared to say what they line is. And because the perverse is normal and then normal is perverse. And everybody's scared to offend everybody to offend everybody else. But like I'm not cool. I, my because. line my line may be real far, but like that that shit right there, don't don't bring that nowhere close to my equator. Yeah, man. I'm I'm good on this shit. All right, man. All right, little now. And he dropped like a very controversial music video where Was he's it, like he's grinding on uh, the devil and all of that. Like it's, worshiping. Let's just call it what it is. It's worship. But We'll 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 cloak it under artistic expression or some shit like that. Like we worship a lot of these people. Pole dancing in front of the devil. Like it's 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 a lot of shit that I'm I mean, he not. got tweets saying, Yeah, I'm an industry plant, so what about it? But you know, from years ago, but it looked like it's a it's a little joke tweet. But like at, come on, man, you got pentagrams on this shoe. I ain't with that. As for me in my house, as for me in my house. Listen, man. I'm about to start drawing a line and calling out some of these fake ass race hustlers and devil pushers. Derek Jackson can stay on the other side of my line too. Don't don't, don't come no don't come nowhere near my shit. Yeah. Uh, on a light on a different note, uh, my music pick of the week has come by a young artist that I really likes a lot of his music. Uh, we used to work with his pops a long time ago. 
Uh, shout out to the homie Devon. Uh, but the artist is, and I shouted him out last week, Detroit Will 619. He dropped a single called Gangsta Monk. And I like the young dude. He got a lot of good spit to him. And uh, prior to the pandemic, we we had had some conversations, wanted to get them all. You know, the, the pandemic kind of put a put a little uh, dent in in what we were doing in terms of having niggas on the uh, or or come in person to the studio. But life is starting to open back up. I love to sit down and have a conversation with them because beyond the music, you know, the the young the young fella got a lot of a lot of interesting points and views and opinions, and I think they would translate well. But the, again, the name of the artist is Detroit Will 619. Uh, the name of this song in particular is Gangsta Monk. He's got a nice catalog of music, yeah. so I fucks with it. Detroit Will six one nine. Shout out to the homie Devon, good good friend of the show, good personal friend. Devon uh, just turned fifty, my nigga. Devon has found the fountain of youth. This he nigga, literally has found the fountain of youth. You like I just said fifty. Y'all probably got like a picture of what he looks like. Devon looks like he's every he bit of like thirty two years old. <laughs> he yeah. looks like his son. Yo, the 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 look of of him and his kids is uncanny. They all look incredibly young. Devon looks amazing to be fifty. That nigga, he's he a, does not he doesn't look fifty. Yeah, it's, he it's, found the fountain. Devon literally looks the exact same. Like I met him like twenty five years ago. He, could he be looks a vampire. The, he looks the exact same as the same day I met him. He he, he could be a vampire easily. Yeah. Easily. Might be. I love him, though. That's my dog. That's the nigga, dog. <laughs> That's my dog. Uh, it's time for the... Uh, yeah, because you connected to it. It's time for the benediction. Um, yeah, man. Let me... Uh, what's the name of this shit? Nobody, Nobody knows. knows. Nobody knows. I love to hear the drums come in. Uh... Hey man, thanks for rocking with us for another episode. It is your man, Dame Going Wild on IG, Dame Going Wild on Twitter. You know what it is. Drop the I at me. Talk to me. I talk back. Yo, shout out to everybody that continues to rock with us, support us, talk to us, send in their suggestions, topics, info. We love y'all. Yo, when you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you are at. Shop Talk Podcast. The brand is strong. The brand is strong. Yeah, the brand is strong. Shout out to y'all for rocking with us 254 weeks. 
Um, we're coming up on five years. I got a whole bunch of shit in store. I was going through uh, my camera roll and getting all this video that we didn't. Man, so much shit that happened in the last five years. All oh, this shit is fucking crazy. Nigga, our um, lives have changed completely in the last five years. One hundred percent. They keep and they and they, and they and it keeps changing. It keeps getting better. You feel me? Um, Yo, I just fucking can't wait till y'all see some of the shit we got. Man, I got good feedback on the visuals that we dropped this week. You know what I'm saying? We stepping the content game up. You know what I mean? I ain't dropping all the content. Y'all get some couple clips. But, but you had to pay for something. But I just, I just can't wait for y'all to see um, all the video content. That and the we new got. merch we got coming soon. Um, the video content that we got, I'm, I'm, I'm happy whenever I can bring that to y'all in a meaningful way. Um, shout out to the homie Barry who just did his drop this week. I mean, Yo, um, Barry, today. congratulations on the year anniversary. Uh, man, the year anniversary as well and, as and the these, uh, and these the, concert series tees that he's dropping. Yeah, man. Cold. Man, I'm mad I, I didn't get on to like noon, man. I wanted to uh, get the shirt in the large. I got an extra large. I wanted I wanted a different size, man. But I had to cop today. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Barry, man. I copped that. Uh, the Rough Riders. I want Rough the Rock. Riders. I want the Rockefeller joint. Man, a Rockefeller joint look dope as fuck, man. I hate white shirts, t-shirts, because they don't never like. I do want it in black, but maybe you know, Barry, if you listen, no, <laughs> give us look, a black joint. No, it looks better in white because it looked like the damn cover of um the DJ Clue. The DJ Clue, like it looks perfect, but like white t-shirts. I only get like one or two wears even after you like it just it just it's different. never the same after you yeah. wash but that bitch look cold so I'm probably gonna buy it anyway shout and I wanna to, support shout the, out to homie. the homie Barry man um, that shit look dope that, that chain and coming off the white shirt that, that shit look Barry dropping dope. a lot of good merchandise okay. a lot of quality merch yeah and go to the uprising.shop um, and check all that shit out man um, and once again man oh shout out to the uh, hopefully uh I'll get a washer and dryer delivered tomorrow. I was fucking Congratulations. being adult and shit. This adult and shit is whack. You know what I'm saying? Quick two grand down the I, drain. I could have definitely bought a camera, a new tripod. You need a washer and dryer you know in your house, Jason. But uh, nigga want to be an adult and shit like that. Most importantly, man, thank y'all, man. When y'all see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast, Studio Books and Time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but... What? We are Jay and Dang. Hell yeah. Peace.